Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're uh, you're here listening to me, Pete. And Is that all here. the energy you got, buddy? That's literally the maximum <laughs> remaining That's amount. That's shit, right. Pete. It was That's the same. Shit, it was the same volume as you were speaking before. It just it it had like some. It was like you're trying to put the effort in, but it was exactly the same volume as what you yeah. were doing before. Very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a letdown, but that's cool, Keep man. It. Keep it. Just run it. <laughs> Pete Frost left. Pete's gone. <laughs> Pete's gone. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Grumpy Gamers. It's not the Grumpy Gamers. <laughs> also, uh, turn your fucking mic off. Right, 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 right. Take two, take two, take two. Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You are here with the best presentator. <laughs> you know what? Oh. I'm going to allow it. The best presentator of oh, them all. You're hearing Chris's voice, the best. I've got some very subpar people along with me. I've got Ben. Hello. Brilliant energy. <laughs> that's what I like. And I've got Pete. Fuck you. Brilliant. That's it. That's what I love. I've even got another subpar person with me. And that's Kirk, friend of the show. Say hi. Hi. How you doing? Brilliant. Thank you, Kirk. That was quite nice. Brilliant. I wish you were, you know, I wish Pete was a bit more like you, but, you know. I know, me too. I'll I'll reiterate my earlier point if I need to. (laughs) 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 All right, so, brilliant. So, what we got today, what have we got? I don't really know. I'm just winging this. Um, To start with, we're going to do the news, uh, and then we're going to go on to our very successful uh, new releases uh, section, which Ben sometimes decides to do. Um, Excellent section, yeah. I think he's filling it out now. Oh, is he filling it out now as we speak? Hmm. Is that why I'm prepared? Look, you've got to be prepared for these sections, so come on, guys. I put in the effort, so everyone else should. Brilliant. Um, (laughs) Then we're going to go through uh, what we've been playing. And let's not forget the two big reviews uh, of the week, uh, which Ben will be telling us about, and that's Pokemon Snap and the big one, Returnal. Um, And then we are going on to our feature, which this week is WoW Moments in Gaming. So, um, unless there's anything else, let's start off with the news. Uh, who's going first? I think we should probably introduce Kirk, because Kirk, Kirk is a friend of the show, but he uh, it's his first time on, isn't it? Don't be present if you don't want me to just wing it. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. You did a valiant effort. Uh, uh, effort. I think that's should that point out that no one asked you to do so. But yes, yes. Yeah, sure. No, no, but you just jumped in. And I, I admire that. I admire that about you. But, but Kirk, um, Kirk is a long-time listener and and friend, and uh, he also did the logo for our our podcast. So that's that's his that's his entry into the podcast there. The <laughs> so any negative feedback on the on that, you can send directly to him and avoid us completely. Thank you. Yeah, so that's uh, at Grumpy Gamers Pod on Twitter, and uh, what was what was the email? I don't know. What it, podcast. Are you encouraging people to tweet us about Any how tweets. shit our Any, logo is? No, but, uh, this week I've been all over the Twitter. I've been all over it. I've been I've been tweeting the front center. Our, our followers have doubled. Like we're we're all over it. So now we're we're in the Twitter sphere, guys. So 
that's um, why you you jumped in with the socials about three hours early i like it, I like yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely so the thing is of our logo director at kirk call him a twat that's fine because we just want tweets so come in there you're gonna forget the socials by the end of it like you always do anyway so yeah yeah well don't forget in a minute again said once or have like five actually in there as well actually kirk uh, i know it's your first time on the show but they're written at the end of the google doc so yeah no i actually checked it out because i'm part of the uh, google doc you twat we should also mention that it was ben's idea of the uh logo and yes. it was just kirk doing all the hard work we should I know just, that so it, if you don't like the logo aim it at ben yeah. <laughs> yes, i'm the brains i'm the brains kirk's the the doer yeah no, okay. i literally was the monkey the on the keyboard the and mouse i just did what you asked me to do all right it's not my fault if it looks terrible or not hey. okay <laughs> Okay. No, I, actually, I actually, I actually quite like it. It's actually, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice logo. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I would, Since, I would I mean, say that though. I'm com- a bit coming from you, it's yeah, it's a very strong point. Any, <laughs> anyway, there's been an awful lot of abuse and not very much actual anything happening so far, uh, other than introducing Kirk, which of course has has some value, I'm sure, to someone. Hello, thank, you, thank you for having me, by the way, guys. Much appreciated. <laughs> Good. Right. Good to know. Right. Shall we? Uh, shall we move on to the news? Is that the <laughs> nicest thing that. anyone's ever said on this podcast? I think it is. Isn't it? I, 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 if you I didn't know what to do with it. We all panicked. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with it at all. I was on a roll. Thank you I for having me, and I'm fuck gone. Off twice. And we've been five minutes. <laughs> Three times, but only twice that loud. Oh, fuck ah. it <laughs> Anyway, anyway, on to uh, on to different news. Ben, I think there was a state of play this week, wasn't there? There was a state of play. It was it was a different one to usual. We kind of knew what was going to be in it before it even came about. You know, usually with these um, state of plays, Nintendo Directs, all that kind of stuff, there's a bit of a buzz about what could be in it. But they basically said it's going to be Ratchet and Clank, and there was going to be two indie games that they talk about. So they they brought out uh, they started talking about Subnautica 2, which comes out I think the 14th of May, which does look excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they really talk. Did, yeah, it does look really good, actually. It looks like it is actually a step up from the other one. Um, yeah. Especially you can like run on land and stuff like that. It, it does look very good. Um, the second game they showed was Among Us coming to PlayStation, which I think everyone kind of knew about. It um, felt like a bit of a cop-out if you say you're only doing two indie games in there. Yes. And then it's just yeah. Among Us. I know, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Like nobody's, I don't think many people are excited about Among Us as mm. as is at the moment. And if you really wanted to play it, you probably would have played it on your phone. I imagine <laughs> if you just had a PlayStation. So um, I that guy, but hasn't that kind of passed as well? Just uh, about I mean, to say the same thing. Mm, yeah, that was a first lockdown thing, not a after third lockdown thing. It's kind mm. of like Fall Guys, isn't it? Like yes. how do how yeah. feel Fall Guys is going to perform on? uh on xbox and and switch i reckon it will get a massive hit but among us is a bit it's almost a bit boring in a way mm. uh, yeah. again ben we've never played it we don't have enough friends no that's true yeah, we don't have enough yeah. that's why it's boring oh, to us <laughs> we've almost got we, we've got four here and then we had jack on the other pocket we've got five who've been on the podcast actually and we're still short we're still short yeah <laughs> that game. Do you need eight Yes. You can yeah, do it with, yeah. you can do it with fewer than eight, but it's just shit, I think. Mm. Um any, anyway, so the the direct uh, well, I'll call it a direct state of play. Um 
it was basically 15 minutes of Ratchet and Clank, and we have seen quite a bit of Ratchet and Clank before. It looks very impressive. Graphically, it looks great. Um, you can tell it exercises like the power of the PS5, and it is one of their big IPs. And I think yeah. after the success of a lot of Nintendo franchises, Sony are really trying to piggyback on that um, kind of style of game. Um, mm. So I think yeah, this game is going to do very, very well. However, it, Sony just don't do these very well. I don't think. <laughs> like they haven't. Horrendously. It was a. It was. It was a bit of a cop out in itself. Like, I mean, it. Yeah, it was what twenty minutes of Ratchet and Clank, and then two mm. minutes of Subnautica and Among Us. Yep. Well, Among uh, Us was like. 30 seconds wasn't it if that and but subnautica was only about two minutes I think, yeah. and that was the yeah. most interesting two minutes of it by a mile I know. and yeah, that's I'll... not and i mean don't get me wrong ratsy and clank i've actually avoided all look at it and it looks really good for what it is but it's not something i'm that interested in so there wasn't much point well, in watching this one at all honestly it, i i i thought i'd got the wrong link because i need mean, <laughs> to have one minute of the subnautica that i mean subnautica one was amazing and to have 20 fucking minutes of ratchet and clank i, I generally thought there was a mistake there surely mm. someone at playstation when they're releasing these went it, can you imagine the the thought process that went through their heads oh yeah let's just do that let's do a minute then 30 seconds and then 20 minutes i i i, I was so bored watching it i was Eddie, so, don't get me wrong it looks impressive it looks like a good game um and yes it does show off the qualities of the new playstation but my god i mean I, that's unbelievable i think we're not really appreciating how big of an ip sony are trying to oh, make ratchet right. and clank like they are okay. they're really trying to push this one it's got a huge buzz about it. i don't know why but all the all the kind of like YouTubers that I watch and listen to in the pocket, they 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 want this game. They they think it's it's huge. They they think this is almost a system seller. I don't really, really? get it. Jeez. Yeah, they, it's it's a huge IP for for. I don't, I don't I know, understand the world. I know, I know it's a big one, but it's not it's not what I, I I can't see it being as big as you're making it out. Surely. No. Well, no. what else have they got? It's IP a fun wise? game. It's going to be a fun game to play. People are going to play it, and then they're gonna they're going to be done with it. And like, what's next? Actually, yeah. to be fair though, given the complete lack of any game, yeah, you've got Horizon after this. Like yeah. this is the one before Horizon. I think people are just forgetting that you know. Ratchet and Clank is the big IP of the year. That's guaranteed. Like, what else have Sony got releasing this year that's actually been announced? When is Horizon coming out? Who knows? Yeah. Okay. My God, it's depressing when you put okay. it like that, Ben. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder people are looking forward to it so much. It's the only game they're getting. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get these next-gen consoles out, guys, but we can't get the fucking games out. Yeah. Exactly, exactly exactly but yeah so it's not not a huge one not too much to talk about i don't think uh i think it's summed up like i don't think many i don't actually think many people would have watched this one it's not that interesting i, I wish i was among those who hadn't yeah that's... yeah it just looks like a little shitty like rayman kind of game which <laughs> you know 20 years ago i would have looked at this and gone okay i might play it if it's free but the, 20 years later the big nah, thing right thanks the big thing is that you can it's like uh, you can shift from almost one level to another, like instantly. Yeah. Like that's how it's supposed to. That's the big thing about the power of the PS5 being used, because it's like instant, no loading times between area to area, going from like one world to another. It, it, it's supposed to be technically very impressive. 
so they're mm. utilizing the SSD. Yeah, oh. makes sense. Good point. A very good point, Ripley. Ripley. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Ripley is not happy. She's not happy. She's, She's not as happy. furious as we are. She, does, she, doesn't, she doesn't want us to talk about Ratchet and Clank anymore, so fair yeah. enough. Let's move on. Good. Let's oh, move rubbers. on. So on, on the other side of the gaming war divide, um, Microsoft have dropped their revenue share on PC. Mm, I heard about this. Week. Yeah, and it's, it's making things a little bit weird. Only a little bit, though. Um, so the major crux of this is that Microsoft announced on Thursday that they're giving developers a bigger cut of the revenue on PC by increasing the developer share on game sales from 70% to 88%. So that's matching the Epic Store um, and all things like that. And it's a great change for the PC developers who are obviously going to be making some more money. Mm. However, there is a bit of a weird thing that turns up on this, which is a bit of a disparity with the Play Anywhere games. So... On that, publishers are now going to be receiving a different cut of revenue depending on where you clicked buy as mm. opposed to where you actually yeah. end up playing this game. Um, mm. Because, yeah, essentially this doesn't change anything on the consoles and it's still widely believed that it's a 30% cut there. Um, whereas if you buy it on PC, it's a 12%. So surely there's going to be a huge incentive for the developers to delay release for Xbox Play Anywhere? on the actual console or try and push everyone to buy it on PC first. Yeah. So how does that, how does the play anywhere work, Pete? Uh, like, man, you... you're, you're asking questions. I thought you would know the answer to Ben. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I, what I've done there is asked a question that's slightly <laughs> outside of your knowledge space. And there, then it's just mm. completely blown the fourth wall there. I am, uh, I am a massive PC gamer, Ben, and I barely ever use a console. In fact, I've got literally your console. Yeah. Because I don't buy my own. <laughs> yes. yes, I've got too many consoles and you've got one of mine, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm offering it a foster home because you ran out of space, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was an interesting thing simply for the fact that, one, they're trying to match Epic Store in terms of the cut. And following that trend that seems to be happening with a lot of them going for a higher developer share. Um and to the fact that if they're actually going to have one ecosystem, Microsoft, which we know they're intending to do, one gaming ecosystem they can work from, doesn't really make sense to have a different revenue stream or split across them, does it? Mm-hmm. No, because it incentivizes it, well, unless they're trying to incentivize a certain behavior. Mm. So they could be trying to incentivize something. What I think the interesting thing for me is that, you know, Microsoft giving more away. I mean, yeah, yeah. People, people around uh, talking about Game Pass of that, saying, "Well, where's, where's the? How do Microsoft make money? Well, they're giving more away again." Yeah, um, very true. So uh, I think that's the, that's the thing. I mean, Microsoft know what they're doing. If there's a difference between where you. What, how people get paid for where you're downloading it. They're, they're trying to incentivize a certain type of behavior. Maybe they're trying to incentivize developers to do something first, bring it to some pl- some area first, and then release it um, mm. onto the, the less appealing one from a from a revenue perspective. So um, they know what they're doing. They're, they're mm. big business. So, But it's, it's, it's interesting that a matching Epic, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's a, and especially when you've got the Epic and apple court case rumbling mm. on um that's perfect timing for that isn't it yeah and, and you've got microsoft it's, it's like it's like microsoft just slapping epic on the back saying like yeah you're doing it right <laughs> uh, although this does paint this does paint microsoft in a really good light like you know you're giving more money back to the developers yeah. so it, it does especially in a time when uh, uh there's a lot of 
it's a lot of angst against like companies like Sony that are mm. seemingly against smaller developers or smaller development teams. Um, and you have Apple uh, who are just taking a slice out of everything. So Microsoft are trying to play the hero, try, try to play the good guy. I mean, it's all business. It's all business at the end of the day. So it doesn't mean. Exactly, yeah. yeah, but they're doing a fucking good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, Kirk hasn't really increased our diversity on this podcast because he is a Microsoft fanboy. Yes, um, yes, 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 I am. Also, but I am an Apple fanboy as well. Just, just you know, putting that out there. Yeah. So, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I, uh, I hear the, gaming's really good on Apple. I, I've, no, I've never, I've never played a game on my iPhone or Apple TV hey, or anything. Mate. Heyday, baby. <laughs> Heyday. No, no. Apple, Apple, Apple do genuinely have the Apple Arcade. I mean, and that people rave about that for five pound a month or something. People really like that. Yeah, that that is do. true. That is true. Just don't play games on an Apple computer. No, um, no, <laughs> can't, no, can't, you can't do that. Is that even a possibility? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in, uh, in theory, um, interesting thing about that um, play anywhere thing. All you got to mm. do is buy the Xbox game digitally, and then it works on your Xbox or your Windows 10 PC. So, as you were mentioning regarding the disparity between the mm. two, they they can't release, they can't delay it. Because they have to work yeah. on it has to work on both immediately. Instantly. Okay, that is li- yeah. that's literally the the selling point of it. So, mm. so Kirk, are you, are you saying that you buy a game digitally on your Xbox and then if it's available on PC, you can no, play no, on PC? That, that that is that is what it is. That it, is I what it is. To, yeah. So wow. it's not so, if it's available. If a, a game comes out, the new Assassin's Creed comes out, and it's one of the Play Anywhere games, you mm. you buy it on your Xbox and you can then play it on your Windows 10. PC. That's sweet. Ooh. And vice versa as well. And that's not is that's that's not streamed. That's just your nice. save this save is, games is, save games on just, the cloud and you just download it. Yeah. Purchase your anywhere uh, you play anywhere digital game. Play it on your Xbox and Windows 10 PC at no additional <sighs> cost. We're living in the future, guys. We're living in the yeah. fucking future. <laughs> God, that's, God that's, bless it's Microsoft. An, it's an interesting thing, though, isn't it? It's like why why is there a difference between the cut on PC versus Xbox. Uh, to be honest, I'm sure there'll be an update at some point in the future where they address this. Mm. Um, I imagine this is just step one in a process. Yeah, probably. And it's just caught an awful lot of attention um, because of that fact. But we've also got to remember that fundamentally this has very little impact on us as consumers. So props to them for what they're doing, but it yeah. changes nothing for me and you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless we become game developers no no let's, let's <laughs> <that for> now. <laughs> we were barely running before we can walk with the podcast let's not think about developing a game after. <laughs> uh, so Eddie, Eddie what do you have for us me I'm the fluff guy remember <laughs> you are um, fluff yeah uh, alright okay um, I saw this one and I thought you know because so many people play it I thought it's um, I have to include it big Fallout 76 update goes live <laughs> Let's you build a second home. Oh, okay. God. Obviously, you know, all our listeners, I assume everyone has Fallout 76. So the update adds a, um, a raft of new features, chief among them, the ability to build a second home. More specifically, the new camp slots feature lets you build and maintain a second camp in addition to your current home. So two points of this. Who gives a shit? And why are they doing this? That, that's my two points. <laughs> Who pays? You know what really pisses me off is I reckon... Ugh, calm down, Chris. Bethesda are probably taking man hours away from things that could be good 
Instead, they're still pumping shit into this very shit game. Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> you're not appreciating yet again that there are five people playing this game, and they want to. <laughs> it was four uh, last time, Ben. Hey, hey, there's five, yep. and Ben's they want got to build. The <laughs> they they want to build a small hamlet, and now they can, and now they can, and I celebrate that, and that's great for them. It's really annoying because I think. I think the worst feature of that game was the fact that you could build a base and then you could have that blueprint and take it places. I thought that was so immersion-breaking, it's beyond belief. So it's almost like they've done it again, just to piss me off. Oh, let's make them do it twice. No, no. (laughs) You love love building a base, though. This has got. I fucking love building a base! So I don't want bloody blueprints so I can send it anywhere! Jesus! Now you can build two, Eddie. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, I'm actually playing it right now, actually. So. <laughs> I'm that fifth person. <sighs> Fuck oh, yeah. God. Fallout 76. What a mess. Well, uh, yes, that's my new story. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank you, thank you, Eddie. Well, Kirk, it's uh, it's your moment of truth, mate. What have you brought us for news? Okay, well, you know, I was uh, I was casually looking for a sim only deal recently, and um, I came across a offer with EE and Microsoft. And you may have heard of this service called Game Pass Ultimate. I'm Not sorry, sure can we guys... can we rewind a sec? Because Kirk, you were looking for a sim only deal. You, the techno mm. guy, mm, you, the yes. guy that must have the latest mm. iPhone on everything, was looking for a sim only deal was That's that just correct. a was that just a feeder into this i mean that can't be it was, real it's actually a drug dealer on the side so. <laughs> yeah you, yeah it's a burner phone yeah no, we don't we don't need to let that out okay come on it's okay. <laughs> let's keep pure, let's keep that on the dl shall we pure um, burner okay got you so yeah i was looking for this uh, sim only deal and this this literally is uh, I, I think is incredible i i mean we all, we're all fans of game pass we we know we are but mm. now they're offering Game Pass Ultimate as a £10 bolt-on to any sim or contract that you have with EE. And to sweeten it even further, they will cover the streaming data. Mm. Oh, so, so, okay. You, so you play, can play, you games play on your phone. You play on your phone and anything that you use on their network gets covered. Now, there is a bit, there's a bit of a caveat to that. It seems it only works on Android devices and not iOS. It's fine, uh, mate. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. No, fine. Yeah, fine for fine for many, many people out there. Fine but people, yeah, yeah, fine yeah, people, yeah. Those, those people that have spent two hundred pound on a shit phone. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, let's let's not. I digress. I digress. But um, what's also interesting about this is Microsoft charged ten ninety nine for Game Pass Ultimate Standard. Yeah. But they've teamed up with EE and offering it for ninety nine p less. That that's that's weird. I mean, that, that really wasn't a high selling where you said that. But with the streaming data as well, it's actually a really good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah, the no, only thing, the streaming data, because you, you just went for a hard sell on 99p a month. I mean, how, what's your disposable the, income when you're, the when you're really scrabbling around? You've got to think about the average consumer. They might, they might look at 99p and go, fucking hell, that's, that's good. I'll save myself £12. But then also you've got that sweetener on top as well. <laughs> All right. Also, also Ben, I, right. I don't, I don't want you personally to mention disposable income, Ben. No, no. What I mean, you think of as disposable income is about the normal amount of money for a small nation. I know, so. but what, what, yeah, but what Kirk was just describing there was, it was like a cake with icing, and he was talking about the data mm. as the icing and the cake being ninety nine p a month. Yes, that <laughs> yes. Is it. I, I that don't is get it. Ninety nine no. slices of cake. No, I'm pretty sure the ridiculous <laughs> amount of data you're going to use by using that this. is that is that is a that is huge that is huge um, incredible and, yeah I mean as we all know Microsoft have 
really fucking pumping out Game Pass everywhere mm. that they can. Now, this is a time limited thing. I think it runs out end of May, but mm-hmm. they are they are go- they are firing on all cylinders with this. So yeah, I, I heard it game. here at uh, Grumpy Game Pass um, podcast. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it and it continues. I mean, we said this week that we were going to stop pumping the Microsoft train, but then Kirk comes on, and now uh, I, 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 I did it on purpose. I I listened last week. I knew exactly what you guys were doing. And I was like, fuck it, I'm putting this in. We said so many times we were going to stop doing the stupid train horn. That's why I never said we that. We said we were going to stop picking up Game Pass, but here we are, Pete. I never you said I was going to stop the train. Stop coming up with the brilliant ideas, and we'll stop doing the tube, um, t- tube noises, the train noises. All right. I'm gonna almost, almost well said, Eddie. Almost well said. Thank you. That the was, train. That was the good train. presentating. The, the train is the train is dog shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Stop Thank you. We don't Thank need you. Oh, needed. Needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Kirk, with that, Bond you're on here for one episode, Kirk. <laughs> Can we move on to new releases, please? Can we get rid of Kirk now? <laughs> It's <laughs> fine. I'll sign. I'll sign off now. All right. Cheers, guys. GG. Yeah. Get the train home, mate. <laughs> right. New releases. Um, I actually saw a game that you might like, Eddie, and I didn't want to really research it myself, so I've put Eddie could like this, and I thought you might take the time to actually look at it. It's called The Colonists, and it's out on the fourth of May, so it's out today. Yes, um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know. I thought you did research, but yes, it, it doesn't. Um, it looks. It looks okay. Right, yeah. It's it's a relaxing settlement builder um, inspired by such classic titles as the Settlers and the uh, Anno series, which is the that's the like that's the really modern one, isn't it? That yeah, that's, that's unfair because the Anno Anno games are fantastic and they're very uh, mature. While this game does not look mature, this doesn't looks this like look a very casual. Yes, very I mean you're yeah. just you're choosing robots. The problem as well, Ben. I, I, I'm going to say now. The problem with being a RimWorld fanboy is every game that's close to RimWorld is not even a game to me. So, uh, unfortunately, (laughs) I looked at this for one minute. I compared it to RimWorld, and there it fell down. But yeah, Can you do me a favour? Can you explain what RimWorld is to me, please? Because I've not heard of this. Sit back, Kirk, and relax. No, it's fine. No? No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, to be fair, Ben, we could just have the night off and let Eddie talk for the rest. Yeah, of no, that would be. He, he is going high energy right now. <laughs> I mean, I could listen to Eddie talk all day about Rimworld, but I know what that leads, and that that leads to a very, very long podcast. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So what else? Game, the next game then uh, is the big one of the week. Resident Evil Eight: uh, The Village is out on the seventh, so that's Friday, isn't it, Kirk? I know you're interested in this one. I am interested in this one. I've just recently been playing Resi 7. Um, obviously, move on to that a bit later. But yes, uh, quite excited for Resi 8. Don't to be say with you. where the podcast is going. That's not your job, Kirk. That's Pete's mm. job. I do apologize. It's your job tonight, Eddie. Thank you. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, fuck you, Eddie. All right. All right. Next next stage is have Eddie's you... Rimworld stories. <laughs> Four hours. No, no, no. no. We're, we're all good. Um, right. Uh, have you played the Resident Evil 8 demo, Kirk? No. Didn't oh, touch it. Didn't, didn't want to. Didn't want oh, to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but I, from what I've seen, things, it looks tidy. It, yeah, I've seen. I've seen the trailers. I've watched the main trailers, and it does mm. look pretty incredible, to be honest. And what is amazing as well is the, the all the consoles that is coming on. Like it's they're not just doing it for next gen. They're bringing it even down to the base consoles. But they've got 
different like levels of technological advancements for each one like you know your frame rates your resolutions and obviously the top tier is your ray tracing you know that's that's insane yeah we didn't go into that last week but they do for every it's amazing that they've cut the consideration for i know they have to do this but they they've got the consideration for every single console yeah has a different Mm. has different specs doesn't it so like Mm. it's not even like the base ps4 and the base xbox one get the same edition it's like every one is either it's like the framework uh, frame rate and the um and the resolution is that it's all different for every single one i tell you Um, what by the way it uh, it shows my age that when you said all the way down to the base consoles i went holy hell they've made this for playstation one in my head <laughs> i was just like how is that a fit made it for the fucking snares that's awesome <laughs> the atari has been bought back the atari fuck it out the commodore 64 um yeah so that that's the big one for the week uh the the other ones uh that i've picked up are just uh ps plus and game pass games this week so game pass coming this week we've got dragon quest builders 2 which did actually get really good reviews last year when it came out um that's out today on pc and console fifa 21 which i was really surprised to see yeah. is out, uh, out in two days time mm. which, that that's, out? i don't know if that's a uh, um if that's a good I, I guess it's good because it gets casual gamers into it doesn't it but um I, d- I don't know if that will help the hardcore fifa players i don't know this, there's also a bit of me by the way that thinks there's no point in announcing the release of any of the ea sports games yes because they're just ever present and the update is so minimal <laughs> it's like yeah now you say that they're ever present but a lot of them are coming off or are coming off this month oh i know what i mean is the games are going to exist until the end of time basically okay but it just yes. being updated every year in what is for every other game just a season right. so what you're like, saying is you just buy the game when you want to play it and then just forget about it until you want it to play maybe yeah like it doesn't matter it's like rocket league taking ages to update for season three that's the only real that's the level of change I see in the FIFA games. You but, but Pete, Pete, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create you there. The, the thing about the FIFA is, as we know, it's all about the um, ultimate team. Yeah. So, and and mm. I, I will be very, very interesting. I will be very what? interested. It's been a long day. Um, if FIFA 22 comes out early on in Game Pass, I, I would think not because. What people do is they try and get it as quickly as humanly possible. I know many people who even take the first week off uh, when um, when the new FIFA's come up so that they can get a better squad. Because if you've got that head start and you've got the better squad, you're going to win games well, you and know, you're going to go up the leagues. Eddie, Eddie, you know um, FIFA, uh, I mean, it's absolutely villainous, but they actually do it so that the game will be released on the Friday, but you can get it like three days earlier if you buy the £90 version. Uh, wow. yeah, yeah, I'm not fucking surprised at all. It's fucking Disgusting. mental. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, guess guess who's done that before? Of course they do that. Blue. I've uh, yeah, a couple of years ago I I did that. Oh, Why you, you, you don't even like oh, it? <laughs> no, I don't like it. Spent money in it. <laughs> don't even like it. Don't even want it. God, you just had had half your budget left for a month, and we're just like, yeah, well, you gotta spend it. Gotta spend it. Yeah, it's gotta go somewhere. Half but I get I get I get a lot of FOMO. I get the. Yeah. A game you don't, you don't even like. like FIFA, but you just bought it anyway. Oh, I think it was God. I think it was FIFA 18. I put in 40 hours, maybe. Do you, do <laughs> you sit at hours. home regretting missing out on the Gulf War, Ben? Is that the level of FOMO you've got? Like <laughs> I, just any I, level of experience. I, like, <laughs> I I don't like people to be 
experiencing great things and me you know, not being involved. Do you know what I've noticed? You will buy <laughs> fucking anything, won't you? Anything. 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 Mm. Absolutely games. anything. Yeah. These yeah. you you I are games. You have some restraint, man. Then yeah. again, it's the only way he actually buys good games because we've seen the ones he ends up playing. Anyway, anyway, were there <laughs> any other games this week, Ben? Yes, uh, the Ubisoft game Steep, which is uh, very critically acclaimed, actually. I think it's got a 9 out of yeah. 10 on Steam. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a good move as well. That's think. coming in two days' time as well, on the 6th of May. So, actually, games being added to Game Pass this week, pretty pretty solid. Yeah, pretty good. Um, PlayStation Plus games this month. Uh, you got Wreckfest, which is a PS5 exclusive. Um, I believe that's like a destruction derby type game. The, um, the name would definitely <laughs> suggest it, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, uh, but as ben, I, said, I don't uh, understand with this, right? All you need to do is copy and paste the name, and then you don't no. need to go through the whole, like, I think that. Why do you. It takes two seconds. No, 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 no. No, that's no, not for me. Uh, and 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 but five minutes before we did this podcast, I said, "Oh, I need to add the PS Plus games." So that's that. <laughs> but, um, but the reason I hesitated was because uh, two months ago there was that game on uh, PS Plus, which was another kind of destruction derby type game, wasn't it? Was it but destruction it was like, derby? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I forgot what that one was. That was so forgettable that it's uh, that it's gone. So anyway, Wreckfest on PS Five. Um, they also are adding Battlefield Five. Nice. And another one which you probably, I reckon you've been interested in, that Stranded Deep game, yeah, uh, Eddie. Yeah, I've got it on PC. Oh, you've got it on PC, have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it looks quite good. I think when we previously talked about it, you said that you didn't actually like it that much. Is it was right? okay. It's just I, I, I stupidly got it quite earlier on when there wasn't much to do. Um, and yeah, you know what's bad about these games that have no one in it? I, I know this is sad, but I just... I don't feel lonely. I just feel like the game's a bit empty. So, like, <laughs> this is... I know, I know this is weird, but, like, on, on games, like, I like to have, like, my base with people in it. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but, like, like have NPCs in there or, like, stalls or something. I just don't like that there's no one ever around, and, and Stranded Deep is that. So you, you know? are you interested at all in Subnautica 2? Yes, yes. You are. I, 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 you know what? I, I be said this in my review is Subnautica. The one thing I didn't like about it is that it was all underwater. Yeah, you can I, go know, on. I know <laughs> that's a, I know that's weird, but I, I mean, and they've already they've already addressed that, and I've already seen a couple of clips where you're talking to people, which yeah. again mm. is um is fantastic. I I am actually with with the um with the fact that all the hardcore gamers love that game. I'm very excited for it actually. Very yeah, excited. I'm yeah. gonna um I'm gonna. Mm. I'm going to day one it. Yeah, of course you are. Why yeah. not? Day, day one FIFA 22 as well, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's better than day one. Day three days three and yeah. day three times the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Subnautica 2 is 30 quid. I think that's... Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to be a pretty early adopter of that one as well. Great. Probably cool. not day one, but definitely early on by the look of it. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're, they're the games this way. I mean, when we got Resi Eight coming out, I mean that's that's the big one, and and good good PS Plus and good uh, Game Pass games. So it's looking pretty good. So on to what we've been playing then. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Kirk, as a, as you mentioned, you're uh, you're on topic for the week. Why don't you lead us off? Okay. Well, I've been uh, playing Resident Evil Seven in prep for Village, which obviously comes out on Friday. Um, I actually did start it a couple of years ago. But I stopped because I'm not gonna lie. I got a bit. I got a little bit twitchy bumhole with it. I was. I was very, very nervous. <laughs> Sorry. At the beginning. Yeah, twitchy bumhole. Uh... 
Is that is uh, that scared? I, I assumed that I mean, meant you've eaten something very hot. Yeah, twitch, twitchy bumhole means I shit myself, all right? I didn't okay. actually shit myself. But what yeah. part did you what part did you get up to that made it particularly twitch? It was the Jack Baker bit, mate, where he's stalking around the house, and I mean, there's a yeah. bit where he jumps through a fucking wall, and I was like, oh fuck this, and I, and yeah, I was, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. came, out, it just came out of nowhere. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I, I like that we keep the, the spoiler pool. warnings in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's yeah, Baker, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a time, it was a moment. Uh, but yeah, I started. I thought, you know, get over it, stop being a, stop being a pussy, and I started playing it again. And I decided. Now, here's the thing. The game is fantastic. It really is. It looks amazing. And even though it came out, what, like four years ago now, it still yeah. holds up. It's, yeah, yeah. it's an incredible looking game. It really is. Um, I think it's the RE engine that they that Capcom used for it. And yeah, it just looks looks awesome. But um, it's it's different for a multiple multiple reasons. And one of the main ones is it's first person, which no Resi has been before. And that mm-hmm. adds a whole new element of shits and scares to it because obviously if you can see your character you're less afraid of the game i feel if it, if you're first person you feel like you're that person and you know you can't see what is around you immediately right so um yeah playing the game um now first third of the game is probably the scariest once you start getting into it it's it's just going through the motions really but it's still an enjoyable enjoyable game to play um interesting story it does link to other resident evil games as well um and yeah i mean i I had a had a great time playing it now but the only thing is i don't want to play it again (laughs) yeah resi 8 follows from resi 7 right it does you play as (laughs) ethan winters yeah same character again yeah 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 it, so i mean i don't i don't know much about the story of resi 8 um it's vampires and villages obviously hence the yeah, village it's definitely something uh, about a village isn't there? yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you, you don't want to play seven again but you but you like the character enough to continue no, i like the story i like the story but i don't want to play it again i've done it you know i'm yeah. like i'm like you ben i like i like a story driven game and mm. I don't feel I don't feel that there's much replayability in Resi Seven. Although there are different things that you can do, you can obviously boost the the difficulty. Um, there's obviously secrets that you can find that I would have missed on the first time round and stuff. I know the story now, and I don't really care. I just want to see what the next chapter is. Yeah, so, I, I'm with you on that one. Actually, I played it and I completed it once, and I never went back. Um, <laughs> I I wasn't actually sure that I really liked it. Okay. <laughs> Why? yeah i i just i don't know it, it, for me it didn't the, the first part with the opening with the house the the part with jack uh you're chased around they got the whole like hand cutting sequence was it and then the um the car bit and everything like it's all very kind of exhilarating and that's that's very good uh and then beyond that i just i don't like I, i'm interested in village because it's in a different setting that type of stuff but the roaming around the house stuff and it i just i just wasn't that taken by it to be honest it was one it was a game that i kind of got through and especially when you end up at the boat at the end and stuff it just i just wanted it to end yeah. i wanted to complete it that was <laughs> i think i think when when i got to the 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 ship at the end that was where i was like i thought i'd finished the game like I couldn't be asked. Yes, same same i just couldn't and, be asked and i was like oh there's still more of the game to go and then I had to fucking run around and figure out little puzzles and and I was just like, what what am I doing? Like, why is this game not fucking finished yet? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, this game felt like it should have finished two hours ago. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But the, but the people love that game. It's critically acclaimed. I, I do watch speedruns of it quite often, though. One of, the reasons it's, one of the reasons it's critically acclaimed is because how shit 6 was. Yeah, you hear, nothing, you hear nothing about 6. I I played 5. Um, I completed 5 in co-op with my friend. That was the... Yeah, because that was the one where it was very action. It wasn't horror. It was very action. And I know they changed the action style in Resi 4 because Resi 4 was where it changed from the horror style to yeah. the kind of action horror. And then 5 was very action game, wasn't it? And 6... Six, 6 went overboard on action. It was fucking ridiculous. One of the main guys, Chris Redfield, he punches a boulder to pieces. You can yeah. do that. Like, you you literally... Yeah, you literally do that in the game. It's one of those um, quick sequence uh, moments where you've got to press like X uh, or the quick time. Yeah, quick time A, events. B, that kind of thing. And it's just like, what the fuck was this? And Chris Redfield, as well, is a highly regarded character in the franchise. Yes. Like, people people know who he is. Well, yeah, um, he can punch a boulder, Kirk. I mean, come no, on. No, he can. That's what? the thing. He's a normal. He's a normal human being. That's clearly not. not. No, no, no. Can genu- you punch genuinely. a boulder? No, no, I can't fuck it. Well, I can. I'll just, you know, I'll fuck up my hand. But Exactly. Yeah. You'll get a squeaky bum or whatever the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, so well, Chris Redfield is more of a man than you, Kirk. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so, um, hang on. I, I, um, I did have one question locked and loaded for this uh, segment. Um, I have played a lot of them, I think. I mean, I can never recall which one's which. But I always remember in the old days, I found them very scary. And yes. then the ones that I've played recently, as you've just said, are very actiony. So, and and this last one, when I've seen clips, it looks quite scary. So, what are Resident Evil games? Are they scary games or are they action games? They started off as survival horrors. So, Resi One, Two, and Three were survival horrors. They yes. they literally they they basically created the genre. Um, and they, like you said, back in the day, they were scary. Mm. They really were. But Obviously, we were kids back in the day, and imaginations run wild and stuff. Um, I actually watched uh, some old videos of the PlayStation 1 versions recently, and I was like, fucking hell, what was I scared of? But (laughs) I have noticed the thing. Um, I I played the the Resi 2 remake recently as well. Um, This is what kind of got me onto falling back in love with it, and that is a hell of a good remake of the game. It's a reimagining, but it's... Mm. It still, it still feels like what I remember, but just it's up to date. Yeah, that, Kirk, that's Kirk, why. When, oh, you, sorry. sorry, Eddie, you go ahead. Um, I, I was just going to really quickly say, um, when uh, when we when I was doing research for our feature about um, you know, iconic moments, uh, Resident Evil One was a big uh, game in my life when I was a kid, and I remember that fir- the very first zombie that you come across, I think it's oh, by the fireplace okay. or something, and I remember going like, that was amazing. <laughs> I remember shitting myself, right? And I was like, that's definitely going to be one of mine. And then I got, because you wanted uh, YouTube links so we could all watch what Mitch were talking about, and then I watched it and I went, that was shit. It's, yeah. Just, yeah. A, it's just a very <laughs> pixelated man turning around. What? Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 um, it, one of the reasons I think why they remade 2 and 3 recently was to bring back that old style. So I yeah. think they realised that the action ones, 4 was like the... F- Resident Evil 4 was the peak of the Resident Evil action side. That is, that is highly regarded as the best one. Yes, because it's that kind of hybrid one. Yeah. Um, and... And then it went, five was okay, and then six, obviously, nobody talks about. Uh, yeah. Seven went, went back to the horror setting. Yeah. Um, and it's not an action. I mean, it's a sh- shooter, but but it's, it's well, you know what I mean. It's a, it, it, But it is more uh, about atmosphere and everything. Um, 
8 looks like it's going in that direction as well, but to create that kind of Resident Evil being that type of game again, they remade 2 and 3. 2, I think, as you said, Kurt, was an excellent remake. Um, it was, yeah. 3, I think, is just so short. And so it's, that's... It's the same. Well, it's, it was. that's exactly... That echoes the PlayStation versions. Resi 2 and 3 on the PlayStation were literally the same. Um, Nemesis was the third one, and that was a short version compared to Resi 2. So and, uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> let's just pull that forward <laughs> my my final point on this one was that when i got resident evil on the gamecube i ended up taking it back because i was like well i'm not gonna not gonna complete this because it's too too scary oh, um, wow. and also <laughs> and also i didn't like the fact the thing that i really didn't like that the the thing that bugged me was that you um didn't have unlimited saves back on the old ones um, um you, you had you you had limited yeah. number of saves. You had to pick ink up ribbons, mate. Ink, ink ribbons. Yeah. So they yeah. got rid of that on the remakes, though, didn't they? They did. Uh, you can. It's, there, there are there there are auto save parts now, but you can go to the safe rooms and save as many times as you want. Yeah. Um, I, in Resi Two Remake, I save like every two minutes. That's literally what I did as well. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I picked up a herb straight back to the safe room, I yeah, want to eat this. Save, I don't want to pick save. it up again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. you got you got and then re- reorganizing your inventory and stuff I was like yeah okay Absolutely. i don't want to fucking deal with this again before i get killed so go yeah. back and save, save. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly you you're terrified of dying you don't want to die and then if you exactly if you the same mate, yeah if yeah. you haven't saved and then you go oh for fuck's sake i've trailed back through these rooms i picked up this stuff i sorted out that puzzle and i haven't saved and i die i got to do it again i can't be asked yeah furious mm. so shouldn't have, shouldn't have died yeah. then really no, well, no, you shouldn't have. But sometimes you can't help. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Some, sometimes you get twitchy bum hole moments, Pete. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had or described a moment in. Move such on a way. from those. Move but on yeah. from those. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie, what about you, mate? Um, I uh, I've been gaming much this week. I know it's unlike Ooh. me, but um, well, it was my birthday, so I went and saw my folks. Um, I've been playing a bit of gaming while working. I mean, unless worker on the call, and then <laughs> obviously not. Um, That's powerful. <laughs> so I've been playing uh, Blood Bowl two. Um, I saw an advert last week for um Blood Bowl three, um, which I think we mentioned ages ago that we saw that was coming out. Um, they've got a release date now, uh, which is August twenty twenty one. Eddie, didn't you? weren't you reviewing this on the first podcast we ever did? I don't think I, I reviewed think... it. I, I think I mentioned it because I, I played it alongside a couple games. Uh, yeah, um, I think you've definitely mentioned it before. Oh, I don't think yes, you reviewed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've talked. To, I also talked about it when when we saw the big release trailer when we knew it was mm. coming out. Um, so I won't go much into it. Um, you know, when I looked at the devs, so it's Cyanide Studios, right? I always knew that. Uh, mm. Pete, you probably know them from other Warhammer games that they've uh, they've made. They also have made, I think it's like eight cycling games. Ah, so they've defined their niche well. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are there are there eight cycling games? <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. Oh um, wow! I see what you mean. They're, def- they're so definitely hopping. <laughs> who who decided? Right, we're making Warhammer and Death games. Do they make like? But, or something? Uh, be, yeah, there's like Tour de France. I think there's a famous guy one as well. I don't. Pro cycling manager. Yeah. Uh, there you go. 
In fact, <laughs> before that, there was Cycling Manager, which I, I assume was the amateur version. I love uh, <laughs> wow. Um, who made that decision? I, I assume I mean, someone who likes Warhammer also likes cycling. Honestly, <laughs> this list of games is quite a confusing I tell, I tell you what, guys, that Cycling Management game, you know, like that, Jack. Mm. Yeah, oh, really Jack would, would love it. it. <laughs> but on, honestly, just the, the sight of seeing Pro Cycling Manager Season 12, and then Le Tour de France 12, and then Of Orcs and Men. <laughs> you can tell they've really picked out what they're going to work on. <laughs> Here it is. They've looked at gaps in the market and gone, well, there's two. Should we stick to one? No, 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 no. Let's pull them both. Let's both. <laughs> people who like cycling definitely like Warhammer but, <laughs> but anyway it came out in September 2015 um, and obviously since then um, anyone who plays um, the board game Blood Bowl knows that the rules have changed so they're bringing out the new one um, this year which will be quite exciting I really hope they sort um, the campaign out because the campaign's a bit shit um, here's my problem everyone's playing online now aren't they so I don't think they will um, just like FIFA destroyed the career mode, didn't they? Uh, because yeah. Ultimate Football uh, came along. So now they don't give a fuck about career mode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think... I, I think it'll be shit. I think it'll be so focused online. And I've already mentioned before, so it's 45 minutes of game. So, uh, yeah, fuck that noise. But, um, yeah, hopefully <laughs> they sort things out. They won't, but hopefully they will. Yeah, you're basically having to dedicate a, a full level time in... Like yeah. a, a shooter or something like that, just a one yeah. match. Exactly, and and the problems the, there's two problems that I've had in the past uh, playing this online is one, if the team that you're playing, the guy that you're playing or girl, sorry, um, what happens if they're trolling you? So for example, I've had it where I'm winning three nil, and instead of just you know uh, just playing out the rest of the game, they'll take every second of their um, time to just do nothing. So that you might quit or you might run out of time yourself and you might have to, you know, actually do some work at work. Um, but um, oh, shameful. <laughs> and, the, and the other problem is um, I can't remember. It just takes too fucking long. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It just takes too long. It's, it's stupid. I think, I think yeah. you said that last time, actually, as well. You must yeah. have just played a bit of it last time. You, you had the same complaint. So, yeah, must, it must be real. Well, well the, the reason why it's, it's okay to play is because when it's in the background, it's not bad because you kind of flick your eyes to it now and again and you play your turn and you leave it again. And then you go back to Netflix or whatever and it's yeah. fine. But it, it's one of those that you, you can't play it by itself. It's, it's a football manager, you know? Eddie, mm. maybe that's what the other players are doing when they're wasting their time. Ah, those bastards. Mm. Mm. Come on, think about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's all I've been playing this week, I'm afraid. Okay. okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, to be fair, I have I have literally nothing to add to this section because I <laughs> I haven't played anything. So with that, we'll we'll sweep on to Ben, who's got the well, main event. Well, we've actually we've got a couple of games. We've had a couple of new games this week, so I'll talk about the one I consider to be the smaller one first the one that we're probably probably less interested in but uh i bought pokemon snap so of course you did yes of course you spent money on that first first interesting point is that pokemon snap sold nearly triple the box copies of returnal this week is that interesting though it is interesting because 
what I will say is, and I, I'd like to go around the room here. Of when I've played it, I think my summary of this would be: Eddie would absolutely hate this and say, "How is this even a game?" Mm. <laughs> I say that I think, about a lot of games, to be fair. <laughs> I think Pete would go. I would never pay a dime for this. I respect its tranquil nature, but it's not for me. Um, I don't know what Kirk would say. Fair I mean, and balanced assessment of me, given that my initial thought is it's a game of taking photographs. But yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that is that what it is? You take. Photos yeah. Let me let me just, you let me know, just you say. No longer capture can, can you paint? Can you paint a picture for me? No, I'll I'll paint the I'll, I'll I'll take the picture for you. Um, <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was as poor as the game. Right. It's it is what you'd expect. Um, it's an what I'm going to describe this as is a is an on rails shooter where every kill you make is rated and you can replay levels again and again. But so you do tra- get the simple bloodlust joy of murdering small creatures. Yes. Uh, I mean, let's be yeah. honest, you make them, but you instead, make them fight in normal Pokemon games. Come but on. instead, what you're doing is not killing, you're taking pictures and you're trying to get the best picture <laughs> and you're throwing different items and doing different things to get them oh to do different poses God. and take pictures and Oh get, my wait, they, God, they pose. serious they okay. pose, oh my fucking yeah. God so, uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my honest opinion this sounds fucking terrible Right, okay, let me, let me, let me break it down, let me break it down that it's a ridiculous game I am <laughs> quite I am quite enjoying it, but that, uh, but, uh, but that's the I. So if uh, if other people weren't enjoying this, and I was just playing this, and it was a random game I got in the eShop, I would say I know this game is dog shite, but I'm enjoying it. So I'm, not, I'm never going to recommend it to anyone, but I'm enjoying it. You get Pokemon to pose for you. But it, but it turns right. out, but it turns out that a lot of the internet love this game. Yeah, are the is a lot of the internet 10, 12 year olds by any chance? Probably Kirk. Probably Kirk. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Right, but I imagine so they are. So but basically, triple their age, and you love what they love. That's I weird. I am enjoying it, um, but I know that I don't think it's very good. <laughs> all this Wait, is giving what? me all this is giving me images of is some ridiculous situation like Charmeleon going coquettish ingenue in the background as you're there trying to convince it to do something better like i don't i don't see what's holding you in in that game I, yes I'm sure so essentially, essentially what you what you do but... is you do a level um an area and you can do that like day and night and you basically the more times you do it different things may happen different pokemon may appear you you level up the area and you and then by doing that different things may happen in that area and then you work your way around and you level up and it's it's just a progression system there are like i don't know 250 pokemon in the game and the the goal is to take pictures of all of them and get different and each there's like four different star ratings that you can get for each pokemon so you want to get four photos of each pokemon in each different star rating it's it's a bit shit but actually i really enjoy it so if, but I think it's only for those who like Pokemon and also know what this game is already. Like, I don't think it's really... This game has a huge fan base because of the N64 game. Like, and yeah, also, it's got it a lot was, of nostalgia. It was on there, wasn't it? It's got a lot of nostalgia attached to it. And I think they've done a good job and not destroying that. So, like, a lot of games where they do a new version of it and it's, it's a game... This is a game from 20 years ago. And so you've got people like me who experienced it 20 years ago. Um, and now I'm in my 30s. So, Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Right, I'm just looking at some pictures of the game. All right, yeah. what do you actually get 
like what is the purpose what is the goal like to what are you achieving so there is a progress so the catch the the catch is to is to level up and get access to more areas and progress the story and to progress the like pokedex building or the how's photo. there how's there a story when you're taking photos you're building a photo album aren't you? yeah it's a photo oh. pokedex type. right uh, okay. and, and that, that the whole point is that you're supposed to be helping this kind of professor kind of understand the pokemon around the aisle with uh, there's there's this different kind of like substance that you throw in and it makes them illuminate and stuff like that you, you know they've they've done something to make it plausible that there's some kind of reason for i i'm so i i i like the pokemon as a brand and i have very fond memories of it from when i was younger and whatnot and i would quite happily pick up pokemon red blue or yellow again but this just sounds terrible well, i'm sorry what, 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 what i would say is that this game is a great palette cleanser oh because i like eddie just said with his other game i couldn't play this and this be my only game i know people are doing that um and you know did i mention that we're quite heavy on the twitter now so uh <laughs> i'm seeing quite a lot of uh you know royal we in there as well yeah. <laughs> pod. um so the everyone's talking about it um but it's a palate cleanser because moving on from that game because i can't really i can't really rate that game i don't know what to say i can't recommend it to anyone if you like pokemon and you and you know what the game is then you'll probably like it but don't expect anything more than what you expect it to be if if, if, yeah okay you know i'm i think you know what i mean like if 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 you know you're gonna like it you're gonna like it but if you're on the fence you're just not gonna like it yeah, I think I think that's a guarantee. I think it's there's a very specific Venn diagram that applies for people who yes. are going to like that game, and they're the only people who are going to like that game. Yes. Um, yes. But there's clearly quite a lot of them, so fair play to them. Um, so what was the palette you were cleansing before? The palette I was cleansing is the PS5 exclusive Returnal. So now, now we're getting into real games. Uh, <laughs> what stood out to me was that I bought both of these games on the same day. Um, and Returnal, the big t- talking point about Returnal was it was 70 quid. Like, mm. oh, it's 70 quid. It's, it's, it's one of the first big PS5 games where it's like, oh, shit, 70 quid. That's outrageous. That's crazy for this game. And I, I got this game, and I'd also paid, whatever, 45 quid for Pokemon Snap or something. And I thought the golf in class and development and thought that has gone into these games not to put down pokemon snap it is it is what it is in its own genre but returnal is is just something else it's it's i'm i'm torn at the moment slightly so let me let me set this up um and i think this would appeal to pete the most but maybe you guys as well because you all like sci-fi but if i said to you pete that it was hades mixed in with prometheus and alien but especially prometheus uh with a third person shooter which was as difficult as dark souls yeah i'm 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 all in and you can take the prometheus bit out because i didn't really like the film but i'm all in on everything else and that's yeah awesome. well, the setting they do <laughs> the first world yeah, with the kind oh, of prometheus yeah. kind of vibe it's yeah, so cool. amazing like the yeah it's it's the vibe it's not not the fi- i mean we all know that prometheus as a film wasn't one of the quality alien films mm. um but the vibe created from that that 
what they've chosen in the first biome is the Prometheus kind of biome. Yeah, um, is that the bit from the footage we saw a few weeks yes, ago? Yeah, yeah that did remind me of that as well. And, mm. and because you're continually going back to it, because it's a roguelike, uh, mm. oh, it, it's such a good area to start with. It looks amazing. But this, it's, like when I started playing this for the first couple of hours, I was just, I was just taken aback. I couldn't, I couldn't stop playing it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. To me, this was like the development team had played Hades. And I said it to you guys the other day. I said that they went, oh, yeah, that's cute. Hold my beer. <laughs> oh, we're going to make a real game. And they've made this entire game in like four months since Hades <laughs> yeah. came out. <laughs> uh, well, Hades, remember, it's 2017 or something, wasn't it? Or 2018, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it was when it started. But, you know, roguelikes have been gaining traction with Dead Cells and, and even the likes of Everspace and stuff like that, going into real mainstream. Um, yeah. And this kind of roguelike, this AAA setting, uh, it's fucking incredible. Like, I can't, I can't emphasize enough, and I'm... And I need to play more because I need to get to the end. I need to complete it in order to really round off my my feelings on this. So the, to to explain the game, it's a roguelike, like I said, uh, or roguelite, however, whichever one you want to say. Um, and you, you're this astronaut called Celine, and she's basically investigating this signal on this planet. Uh, you crash land on this planet and you're stuck in this time loop. And you quickly realize that that heard when you land on this planet, it's also not your t- first time that you've been on this planet. She's in this, she's cognizant of being in this time loop um, mm-hmm. and you're picking up your own audio logs. There's only one voice actor in this game and it's her. Like it's this, and she picks up her own audio logs. You listen to it, you piece the story together. It's got this wonderful way of drip feeding information. Um, and when key uh, things happen, you reach a new boss, you do a new boss or something, different elements of the story are presented to you, um, different permanent upgrades are given at certain times just to make things just to grease the wheels just to make you feel like you are progressing because you definitely get that vibe of thinking this is so hard in the first world how am i ever going to get to that fifth or sixth world yeah how are you ever because if i'm not getting permanent upgrades am i just going to get better is that just how how we progress this game um but it's different from other roguelikes in in certain ways like in the likes of hades Pete, when we did that, like you mm-hmm. have to do each boss each time, don't you? You have to make a whole run of the game. Now, what this game does is once you have got to a boss and you've got the key to get to the boss or something, you've got that as a permanent part of your. Of your oh, okay. So you don't have to find that key again. Um, it's procedurally generated, so it could come in any any world. It's all in, the map is incredibly well labeled. So as soon as you're progressing in a biome, uh, it tells you where the main kind of main quest door is it tells you where the side doors are to to get where nice items might be um it tells you where the boss door would be like as you approach them as you procedurally generate to the next room and next room next room if you get to one with the door in it it will label it so it's quite clear on those facts um it also has this system of um this risk reward dice roll system so that's what a lot of people are finding a lot of the the strengths and weaknesses and that and that that people are this this game your runs could be really short or they could be really long depending on your dice roll so uh you have these effects where you can pick up parasites and you can pick up um these kind of like uh things that there's always a positive and there's always a negative that will happen to you and you might get inflicted with something which you then have to complete tasks to get rid of that affliction 
um and that affliction could be absolutely devastating like i had a when i first started on one of my first runs i had an affliction that meant that when i shot somebody they immediately fired back at me so like so i was just like well my run's done like (laughs) i i've i've got this random affliction that unless i complete this task which i don't know how to do i'm just completely fucked and so you die um but but death is death is everywhere and that's the point i mean i so it keeps a log of it and i've done 28 runs so far to put it into perspective hades i've mm. done 28 runs when i completed hades in 20 runs or whatever the short so, Hades completion but yes yes <laughs> yes the, the the one time out i got yeah, the, exactly. uh, i got the um uh, in 20 runs but this i'm 28 runs in and i'm only i've only reached i've so each boss i think has three phases and i've done the second phase of the second boss oh wow that's how far i've got and Mm. there's like five or six bosses in the game five or six biomes so you know it it, but but when you've done a boss you never have to do the boss again so when you've done the boss you basically have to go from biome to biome and finding the the place how to travel to the next biome and stuff like that it's so there are it's it's got a good way of shortcutting you through when you have progressed so Mm. it makes you think like how am i ever going to get to biome six but actually because you're not meant to do it in one run like the whole point because it drip feeds story throughout as well you're meant to die you're meant to do a boss and die you're meant to go to a biome and die you're not meant to do a five-hour run that's not designed to be played because you wouldn't get any of the story. Yeah. Um, so they, they just don't. What really helps is the power of the PS5, because when you die instantly cutscene, you careering back to Earth and you're back uh, back to the, the planet and then you're you're alive again. Like, it's just okay. seamless. It's just it's magnificent how, how, it, how it puts it together. And the combat is fantastic the third person shooter combat it, it uses the haptic controller so well like the sounds coming out of it are amazing the the um the triggers you hold the trigger halfway down to do your normal shooting and then to do your special attack you put it all the way down it uses that haptic feedback uh, controller brilliantly and it's just like oh this game wouldn't be the same on the xbox like it just immediately says that to you um the bosses are are like straight out of Dark Souls, or feel straight out of Remnant actually, or oh, Remnant. It's <laughs> like feel straight from that. Um, the it, it I I want to see how the the drip feeding of the story progresses as you go to later biomes because it might get yeah. a bit more infrequent, and that's what I have. Oh, well, that's what I've heard. But the the systems involved and the risk reward matrix and and like I got to the second boss yesterday because i was using every trick in the book you can buy basically an astronaut doll which means that you've got a second life you can buy a health pack um and you can uh, also buy uh, you can also go into something called like a, i think it's called the reconstitutor or something if you find one which then means that you can you're reincarnated if you die so basically i, mm. I was rocking around with two and a half lives um <laughs> so, and, yeah. so i was utilizing every tool in the book to get there and and I gave the boss a good run, but my weapon wasn't good enough because I didn't have my favorite weapon. And the weapon is all about your playstyle as well. Like, what do you prefer? Um, I I I don't know whether this game is the best game that I've played in so so long. Uh, I I need to play more of it. I want to play more of it, and because I want to see if it holds up for how many hours. And it seems so varied. Like I the Gamespot reviewer 
he got an amazing first run. He claims that he got this amazing first run where everything went well for him. And he cleared three bosses in one run in basically his first or second. Mm-hmm. Run. And he said that that's like unheard of. And that, that ruined the story. He said, that's not how it's designed to be. And you could tell the game wasn't designed to be like that. Um, and yeah. he completed it in about 14 hours, I think. But then I went on a, like a polygon article and it said, expect to play this for 40 hours. Like the disparity between reviewers and their experiences is just tremendous because it's just well, there's a lot of variables, is very, isn't there? That is very Hades as well because I remember when I eventually killed Hades the first time, it was an absolute joke how easy it was just because the combination of boons yes, I got was yes. insanely overpowered. And you're waiting so, for one of those runs where you, everything, and that's what I had last night where I just mm. had all the things came together. But one thing that this does is. You can't um, you can't pause, you can't stop a run. You can pause it, whatever. But you can't turn off your console. You can't do anything like that. It just stops you, takes you right. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about this because no it's uh, something. So yeah, you can't save it mid run, can you? No, you can't. But the whole point is, um, and I think the developers are have actually said we're listening. Uh, continue playing, and I think they will actually put a save system in for like a for like a one time renewal kind of thing. Um, where you create a save point and then you can use that save point once and then it would like disappear. Um, because some people that lead busy lives and maybe somebody comes around and they have to turn it off or something. Um, but the whole point is I don't, you're not supposed to have three hour runs. The whole yeah. point is you're supposed to be sh- shifting. You you've, you've done all the worlds and you shift between all the worlds and, and you get back to where you were relatively quickly that you're not to clean out these biomes again and again and again. But the, um, the, it's just, I never expected this game to be so good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely incredible. What, what a bloody game. So a question for you on the, you mentioned the labeling of the maps. Yes. Um, yeah. Is that, do you find that a positive then in general? Because yeah, absolutely. it sounds kind of spoilery. It's not. No, it's not. uh, It's really not. And it doesn't Mm. feel like that at all. The game is rock hard. Like Mm. it's fucking rock hard. And you need some. It's all about risk reward. Mm. So you kind of if you're into a room and and you see and you clear out the room or something and you see like that door's the way that I should progress. That door over there is my risk reward one. Mm. And that one over there. Oh, that's that's oh that's a portal or that could be to the boss that's ultimately where i need to come back to after i've cleared out the rest of the biome or whatever so it just adds direction and i genuinely think you need that and especially as you go through to the latter parts of the game you need to be able to traverse the land quite traverse the biomes as quick as you can because otherwise you will be playing for fucking five hour runs that's not what you're supposed to be doing Mm. um yeah so at the moment i don't know whether it's I really hope it's going to hold up because for me, I, mm. I'm, I'm feeling this, this, this game. I'm thinking this is a game of the year contender. Like this is, this is the best game that I've played since Hades. I'd say. Mm. Don't you say that with every game though, Ben? No, I don't. <laughs> you, you are quite I'm, positive for a game. Yeah, yeah. every new game you play is this. This is game of the year contender. So. No, I, I am quite positive about games because you know what? I liked, I like, I like art i like people put the time in to do a game and i think it's sometimes it's not good to diss it totally unless something's wrong with it um but this is this is on another level it's just completely on another level if i uh, paid 70 pounds for a game i would convince myself that it's the best game of all time 
<laughs> I would. I yeah, would. There's, there's no joke there. I, I would. I would convince myself. I would tell. Even if it's like Eddie, this is this is called Pokemon Snap. No, no, it's the best game of all time. You get to make them do little twitches and and they dance around. Honestly, it's the best game ever. I I I, I didn't like it, Ben. I I I did my research. I it seems like just another Gears of War game. That's what it seems like. But it, I, t- I tell you what, when I've when I've watched people play it. It's not the same as playing it, if that right, makes okay. any difference. Okay. Um, yeah. It uh, when I watch people play it, I think the movement looks weird. Uh, like it, like it just looks like it, it, the movement looks a bit budget, but it's not. It's it's so it's not like another Gears of War game. It's not. I know it's third person shooter. It, mm. it there's something about it, man. It's just so. It's this. It's this roguelike thing in the uh, a triple A roguelike like this. I've never seen it before. The setting. I mean, I am a sci-fi guy. This yeah. setting just sells it to me. And that first biome being like that is yeah. just perfect to me. I I never when I die. I've ne- I haven't once gone and sworn i wanted to throw my controller like i hear see on twitter like people like i need tips before uh, before i throw this disc out the window i'm not that i i'm playing this and i get killed and i go like "Mm, got him they got me bastards Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like and and you know you're like yeah yeah i i was dying there i knew i was dying as soon as i saw those enemies in this room yeah i was fucked i knew do you not feel (laughs) do you not feel that part of that is down to your um kind of love of dark souls and the repetition and the dying like you you become accustomed accustomed to that kind of thing it's a training process so there is there there is this and i think you you make an yeah you make the point um that when if you've been through that process and you've played dark souls games and stuff you realize that death isn't failure and this game is not failing dying like it's not like that's it's all progress you might get drip fed something you might get a permanent upgrade but or you might not you might just it's just the roll of the dice and this is how you play and this is how you get better and next time will be a different run and 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 it's also relaxing from that you want to complete it like don't play the game to complete it play the game to do the runs enjoy the runs you'll get better with the runs um and dark souls was very much like that for me as well it's very much like playing dark souls one undead berg or something and you don't really know what's going on the start of the game and you're just trying to make it through and you're dying you're like bastards and you try and do it again you try and do it again try and do it again and it's it's that that same feeling it scratches that itch it's um and my big game on ps5 was demon souls i really loved demon souls oh i remember I love absolutely love Demon Souls. Um, if I had to right now, and I know this is fresh, and I, you know, I've played my 15 hours or whatever this game so far, but if if I had to choose one, this is the game. This okay. is the best game on the PS5 right now. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I, look, I, I looked at yeah. a gameplay video of it because I I haven't I haven't looked too much into it. I don't have a PlayStation myself, um, but I thought I'd look into it. And it does look good, and graphically, it's it's very impressive. Oh, it's but, stunning! Yeah, stunning. I see what you mean by the uh, the kind of like twitchy movement, like of, <laughs> of the character and stuff. It's, yeah. it's it's a bit uh, it's, it's a bit strange. It's so smooth when you're doing it. Um, yeah, and and what's really good is that you can tweak the controls entirely. So 
I've changed my dash button to R1 from Circle, like because it's slightly better. You can also put it on auto run all the time, so that you're you're always moving. Um, and so that might be odd to watch, but when you're in control, you're in the zone. Yeah, it's it's that's what you need. But what I really liked was that I watched a streamer play it for the first time on Friday, um, and he was doing like his first buy and playthrough of it, um, and he at the end of the stream he was just like he was asked like what do you think of this game and he was like i love this game okay and he just didn't know what to really say just like i i think i love it <laughs> you know he just played well, like that's... two and a half hours or something it's well this is the thing as well though, isn't it? it is a very novel um construct like doing a triple a roguelite is yeah. not something that's really been explored so and that's why i've got high hopes for it i'm not going to buy a ps5 to get it um but yeah i can understand what you're saying with that being a really enticing way to play it and as a way to explore story as we've seen with things like hades uh recently it is a really good way to drip feed it to you is that you get more by dying yeah i've um, never seen that in a roguelike to mm. i haven't played i haven't played loads of them i'm, I'm not going to pretend to be this roguelike like um guru or anything but i didn't hades to me my understanding was that hades was the pioneer in that kind of narrative story build through the roguelike setting Mm. this this does it the same way um they've definitely taken the nod from it Uh, and now i mean without going into spoiler territory the story itself yes has that lived up to your expectations has that been a gripping narrative (laughs) I'm really enjoying the intrigue. I'm just hoping that there'll be that it will start to really re- it's doing stuff to reveal, but you're not really getting anything from it. Like I, I <laughs> it's very Prometheus the storyline so far. Like I can say that, and that's all in the first biome, really. Um, yeah, like some kind of um, civilization that was there, and you, it's it's basically the Prometheus setup with a time loop. Like, that's how it <laughs> yeah. appears to be. Um, and even down to the fucking when you first encounter a parasite, and mm-hmm. then it crawls up on your eye, and it's so Prometheus where the guy's like, "Oh, that's yeah. never gonna hurt me." Oh, what the fuck is that? on me that's attached to me oh fuck yeah where, <laughs> like, where, where random people find tubs full of black goo and think this yes. is perfectly safe oh, this is absolutely, yeah. fine. This is absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine let's get it in my eye um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, nothing nothing bad can happen um yeah it's it's got those total vibes i, I think i think the storyline is probably going to be like a lot of these games probably would end up being um you get a lot of the feels for it but then ultimately the people who really want to know will go onto youtube and then watch videos on it um to really get all the background behind it because there'll be a massive lore around this but um like graphically as well i've heard mixed about the graphics some saying like it's okay i think especially that first biome looks absolutely stunning the lighting effects is fantastic it's just uh it, it's they've really chosen it well and i think i think eddie there's a snow biome later on oh yeah boy, 70 yeah, boy. quid later yeah boy um, <laughs> plus the new console but yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, i don't this isn't a system this obviously is not a system seller it's not a system seller because it's a new ip and it's all that kind of stuff but for a new ip they've 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 smashed it and sony sony published games um which this is because it's housemark who make it and they're known for i think like twin stick shooter like these types of games but just in a not in a 3d triple a setting 
Um, so it's got that housemark kind of um, element to the game, but it's just it's the AAA Sony polish, and it shows that I, I think it's absolutely fucking class. So let's see how it holds up next week. Yes, indeed, excellent. And you will of course be playing it next week as well. Yeah, I, definitely. Fantastic. Rent? <laughs> no, I was making an assumption based on how. Like in love oh, with I the see. game, he seems. But it's also make it, you will be fucking playing that. Yeah, next week. It's also <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get Resident Evil Eight because I'm not going to play it. Like, yeah, you'll be too busy on Pokemon Snap. I'm going to play Pokemon Snap. I mean, Returnal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 palette cleanser. I don't need a Resident Evil palette cleanser. I don't think that'll work. <laughs> no. God, could you imagine flitting between Resident Evil: The Village and Pokemon Snap? Sorry, that'll be confusing. Taking pictures of Pikachu and then uh, and then going into a castle with hot vampire ladies to take nice. other pictures. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. take uh, what? Course, what? Yeah. what? 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 <laughs> what? Camera. Oh, camera. Yeah. Right. So now it's time for our feature of the week, and what we've gone for this week is to create the definitive, the absolute. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> top three. <laughs> top Objective. three. Objective. Yes. Top three greatest wow moments in gaming. So this could be moments in games or outside of games whatever but it's gaming as a whole like the top three wow moments that we can think of now we haven't done a top three in a while our last one was the strategy games wasn't it, mm, it was. and the one before that was the was the rpgs and we uh we always have a bit of fun on these ones so we do. Uh, <laughs> so and that's so why much fun making <laughs> pokemon win rpg of all time yeah it's the best rpg of all time uh, absolutely it's the best absolutely yeah. and, and next year it'll be uh, pokemon snap so go over it <laughs> yeah i mean great shout great shout I'll, I'll remember to pop it in next time um best base the best photography game um <laughs> <laughs> right so what we're doing um for those who haven't heard this up before or for those that have but then just can't remember what we do because we have to refresh ourselves as well um we will have three groups of four um so we we've all picked three wow moments so, and that will end up with us doing a random number generator to pick one from each so we're going to have three groups of four and then we'll choose a winner to go through to a final top three and we'll put those in order afterwards mm. if i've explained that correctly so let's uh let's kick off I'll, I'll i'll run through oh actually if we individually just say our moments um okay. so pete what have you gone for as your three wild moments yeah yeah so uh, for my three i've picked uh, fallout 3 leaving the vault yep which i think anyone who's played the game will know um yep. i've picked a little bit spoiler morden's death in mass effect 3 mm-hmm um, and I've also come for the launch of Wrath of the Lich King for World of Warcraft because I don't think you can have a wow moment without wow, really, can you? Lovely. Yeah, that's a great link. <laughs> okay. Right. So my my three that I've gone for, um, the first one is the controversy around Abby killing Joel in The Last of Us 2. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Last of Us 2. Also, the second one is playing GoldenEye for the first time and what that did for the gaming industry. And the third one is playing GTA 3 for the first time and what that did. For the industry. Yeah. So, Eddie, yours? 
Um, mine, uh, I've gone for three completely different ones. I've gone for Far Cry 4, uh, The Entrance of Pagan Min. Um, <laughs> so when he comes in the helicopter, I'll, I'll explain later, but it's it's pretty badass. Um, I couldn't have one of the Lee's lists without involving Skyrim. Uh, so I'm going for a moment, uh, which I'll describe later, where uh, basically involves a giant and a dragon. Um, and then I could not, uh, for my own sanity, uh, have one of these competitions without including Warband. Uh, that's Mountain Blade, um, where an incident when I played it on day one, which made me fall in love with that game. That that's great for several reasons. One, you called this a competition, which it absolutely is. Um, <laughs> and two, you got Warband involved, so that's great. Um, yeah. Kirk, your three. Uh, well, first one I've gone for is Halo, and in particular the Silent Cartographer level. Um, yes. Not the whole level, not the whole level though. Just the opening segment, which is just yeah. wow. You, you know, you know. We all knew which bit you we know. You, yeah. you know. You know. Um, I've also gone for uh, the boss fight um, in Metal Gear Solid One, Psycho Mantis. That is a that was one of my favourite moments in gaming, and I remember it very vividly. Um, and the final one is the No Russia level in Modern Warfare Two, for mm. various reasons. Um, yeah. Which we will go into. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Now, okay. Obviously, there are there are tons of ones we could have mentioned as well, by the way, um, which yeah, didn't I had a couple fit of in here. But yeah. especially, yeah, I mean, especially given the the fact that we went outside of moments in games, I think it's probably worth raising a flag to E3 2016, um, because I know a lot of people remember PlayStation's presentation there as one of the big wow moments for gaming as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one with God of War, the first announcement for Last Stranding. Yeah, that was just massive. Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. There, there have been some wow moments which then just never lived up to any hype. But because you know, I'm all about the hype train, choo choo. Um, on, on, on all these, on all these, on all these different things. And I, I, I do, I am, I am a big, uh, I, I'm a big, I do buy into these types of things. Um, so the E3 especially would be one for these moments. But I think we've chosen more kind of ones which revolve around the games themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but um, okay. Should we get this uh, this show on the road? Let's down? do it. Um, yeah, so let me get the old random number generator up. So Pete, uh, you're up first, and you have number one. Okay, so that's four out three. three. Yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one will be number two, so that's Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's number one again for Eddie. Oh. So Far Cry Four. <laughs> and then it's number four. Uh, I know we need to go from three. Okay. Number four. It's number three. So then it's called No Russia. Oh, that's a tough group. Okay. Shit. So we've got Fallout Three. We've got Goldeneye. We've got Far Cry Four, and we've got um, we've got Call of Duty No Russia. That's that's isn't that a group of death straight away? That is a group of death. That is a brutal group. Holy fucking shit! How do we? So we we should we should approach it by getting rid of the bottom two straight. Now this isn't so easy because don't you normally like everyone giving a little spiel of their moment? Yeah, yeah, I think we <laughs> yeah. should because because yeah. I, I mean like two of mine people don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I, I was I was jumping in because I saw this was your group of death, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. So Pete, do you want to do you want to sh- go on yours, uh, Fallout Three? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I think this one is probably relatively well known anyway. Yeah. Um, sure. But it was it's the end of the tutorial slash first level in Fallout Three, and it's the first time you actually go outside in game so you have a very slow revolution of the door and then it opens out and you finally see the capital wasteland and 
for one thing, bearing in mind Fallout 3 was what, 2008? Like, yep. to suddenly have this insanely huge vista of the ruins of Washington, D.C. appear in front of you after, for the first, what, half an hour to an hour of the game, you've been running around and the wall's been six foot in front of your face. Yeah. Was just insane. And Fallout 3 is a game that a lot of people remember because all of Washington is grey. But the moment you come out of the vault, it's not. It's like sunlight beaming across. Everything's just there to see. And it really gave you an idea of just the scale of the game you were getting into, which I don't think was present in quite a few other games until that point. Yeah, yeah can you sure. can you remind like to what the games that came out around that time? Skyrim was around that time, wasn't it? Uh, three years later, I think. Three years later. later. Yeah. So, so mm. was Fallout Three a pioneer? I think it was the way it was done more than anything, because obviously we've talked about Oblivion a few times, which was a couple yep. of years before this. But Oblivion didn't reveal that vista to you. You found it yourself. P, um, I'll interject there, actually. Um, I, I, uh, I remember when I was um, looking through all these games, and I thought I need to include either Skyrim, uh, Fallout or Oblivion. Oblivion yeah. does have the moment where mm. you walk out the sewers and you see mm. thing. I think oh, they missed a true. trick there because... Fallout 3, that moment when you exit, it's mm. so well done in the sense of there's like some music that makes you like your heart go warm. You kind of look around. And for me, the, the bit that made me go wow wasn't the fact that you're looking over this mass thing. I saw that little iRobot thing, you know, the yeah. iBot, I think they call it. Yeah. And I saw him miles away just going along the road. And it, yeah. and it kind of put into perspective how fucking massive it is. Oblivion has that moment, but you literally, they missed a trick here. They just came out and you're actually at the lowest part of the map. You're by the I was water. Getting, yeah, that's it. You're looking up, aren't you? Yeah, you know, yeah, up, yeah. The yeah. They should they should have done it like on top of a hill. Because I remember mm. in Oblivion, there was a moment when you go up to um, wherever Sean Bean was, wherever the fuck his yes. character is. He's up in, in the hills. And I remember turning around there and going, that is stunning. They exactly. should have done something there. But yeah, Fallout 3, that mm. moment is, is, yeah you're right with fallout 3 moment. you come out on top don't you oh you're yeah exactly you're, you're yeah, high yeah. and you can see for miles the, yes. the the big thing about i mean fallout 3 and, and that moment in particular it's about i mean it's symbolic of open world games and what they could do from that time like mm. that was that was the point where it opened everyone's eyes i mean exactly. that was that was also the pinnacle of fallout games <laughs> like that was i mean new vegas oh, as well new people vegas, love yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, but it's yeah, it, uh, I can understand you picking that moment because it, uh, retrospectively as well, like for the time, but also looking back, that was that was the opening of the eyes. That was that was the allegory of the cave. That was coming. That was yeah. The, that, that was the allegory the of the cave moment. Yeah, <laughs> that, and putting it in that perspective, it's it's opening the eyes of the world of gaming to to open world games. Fucking hell, Plato's getting a big fucking power back here, isn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He started working for Microsoft recently. He's <laughs> 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 working now, is he? Fucking hell. Uh, classical education, boys. Uh, <laughs> Kirk has uh, no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all laugh at Kirk. Right. My moment is uh, GoldenEye. So the first time that I played uh, GoldenEye... On the N64, I was round a friend's house. I didn't have an N64 at the time, uh, so the N64 itself was a bit of a novelty. Um, and then playing this game on a split screen, um, 
just i mean you, you actually look back and you say how do, how do we even play that like it's awful to play <laughs> play a multiplayer like competitive multiplayer on the same tv and then like anyway um but we we played it all night and i don't think we i don't think i slept we just continually played it we had four controllers and there were four of us there and it was just <laughs> for a kid like you've never seen this before it, it was just like the perfect it was probably like a birthday party or something but it it was just it was amazing and what that did for first person shooters after that you had um like perfect dark came out yeah it was just which was incredible as well which at the n64 was the place for these shooters um and the and that controller at the time which was retrospectively absolutely fucking dog wank um it's who designed that went yeah that fits in hands uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah oh yeah you just hold it like this what you hold it like what what the who the fuck you hold it with anyway. an unnatural claw yes yeah <laughs> anyway that controller worked for it though and th- this what is without that game i don't know whether we'd have halo i don't know where we'd have cod i don't know where we'd have all of these games uh shooters come out from it like it was it was an absolute pioneer um and you it doesn't they've just done they've just released not a remake it's like that um it is core it's a smartened up version isn't it the a couple of months ago they released well they didn't release it it was like leaked on the net um and you go back and play it with updated graphics and stuff and i think it surprisingly holds up for a game that was released in 1997 but i i don't think you want to go back and meet the hero on this one um i think it's just remembering that game for being an absolute pioneer and that's one of the few games in my life where you've just instant obsession instant Mm -hmm. obsession it just opened up a whole new world of gaming uh like multiplayer first person shooters um yeah i'm gonna tell you something interesting i never personally played it (laughs) i think goldmine's getting eliminated pretty early (laughs) Uh, i think on that comment kirk should be eliminated <laughs> All right, so we've got our bottom two. Good. Okay. <laughs> Eddie hasn't even talked to you about Pagan. Right, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so mine's Far Cry 4, um, The Entrance of Pagan Min, which is right at the beginning, literally the first scene. Um, there's so many things that's amazing about this scene. Um, I mean, you kind of start off like a really clever way of introducing the whole story uh, through like radio, through telephone um uh answering phone messages and then you come across the mountains which i am already massively in love with um and there was a big part of this game that really wanted me to like it because uh, far cry 3 i think um objectively is an amazing game Incredible. um yeah it, it really is um and of course the protagonist in that was was huge um known as one of the best ever so i was really excited for this game and nervous and the entrance scene was just fantastic i think pagan ming came across as perfectly a a complete psychopath but in a really cool way he he's he's probably the best protagonist who i thought is likable like i liked him even though i knew that he was trying to kill me every every turn um and just everything about the entrance the music at the end the fact that he kills his own people just everything about it made me literally fist pump when when the hood went over my head and 
it went to black darkness and I, Far Cry 4 came across the screen. I literally fist pumped. And, and that's what gaming's about is going like, yes. Um, yeah, incredible moment, incredible game. Um, I know that everyone bangs on that 3's the best and no, what, no everyone's been great since then. I think Far Cry 4 is incredible. And, and that scene... That scene and the very last scene, um, if you let him live, are just incredible. Incredible. Fair enough. There you go. Good stuff. Um, Kirk? Okay. So, Modern Warfare 2, as uh, you all are aware, had a level called No Russia. Um, You you weren't forced to play this level as a player uh, due to its controversial and very graphic detail um so essentially you're an undercover cia agent um trying to gain the trust of russian terrorist vladimir makarov um you're coming out of an elevator in an airport and it, right in front of you are about 50 or so civilians and a couple of security guards and you just open fire on them and just mow them down with machine guns and you then work your way through the level doing exactly that with all these innocent bystanders um i think uh i don't know if any of you saw the video that i uh posted but <laughs> one of the uh really brutal moments i i thought was um there were some people actually surrendering uh right at the beginning and they put their hands up and you just they just get shot down and obviously that that's very you know true to to what these kind of things are like they you know terrorists don't give a shit they just they just hurt and destroy but to be put in this no, to get position <laughs> no 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 but it's 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 that whole it's that whole yeah. to be put in this kind of seat like scenario as a player and you don't have to shoot that's the thing you can do the whole thing without shooting and the game will still play out um but it was it was like nothing before it and you know it's one of those it wasn't uh, it's not a wow moment because it was a good thing it's wow because holy fuck they did this in a game and mm. they are giving the player the option to do it yes you've had your gtas and stuff where you can kill people that kind of stuff but this is a completely different ball game altogether oh, so um I, I i decided to put that in because it's just it's one i very i, I remember very very fondly but not for the mm. you know not you remember positive. it fondly. Okay, great right. use of words. <laughs> yeah. Great use yeah. of words there. Yeah, probably great use of words. That. You think yeah. about so, on that halcyon yeah. moment where you got to mow down innocent yeah. civilians. Yeah, I mean, so I, didn't pull, I didn't pull the trigger, okay? I did not pull the trigger. You say that now, but you wouldn't remember it half <laughs> as fondly if you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think this little group that we've put together then, uh, Fallout, Goldeneye, Far Cry 4, and COD, no, Russia, like... I don't think we're going to have a immediate consensus. Pete, do you want to, do you want to, what's your kind of bottom barrel at the moment of these two? <sighs> That's really hard. Um, it is, isn't it? I think this is by far the, the hardest group we could have even picked. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the problem you're going to have here, Ben, is the fact that yours is Personal. a moment outside the game, if you know what I mean. Yes. I have really fond memories of Goldeneye, and I think you're correct in saying that it is the spawning point as it were for halo and everything that followed yeah um but fallout 3 leaving the vault and far cry 4 plug and min entering are two moments i have crystal clear exact in my mind Mm. and i think of as eddie put it the fist bump moment they're like Mm. sweet this is sick um Mm. call of duty modern warfare i do also get the this is sick part of that um Mm. but and to be fair it was pretty awesome in its own way. But those two moments for me 
stand above them. Yeah, let, let me um, let me um, carry on from that. I, I completely agree. I think um, Fallout 3, that moment was um, awe. I think it would be the perfect word to describe it. When I came out, I was amazed. Far Cry 4, obviously, I understand if you two don't um, agree, um, because... I, I loved the series of games um, and let's be honest Far Cry 4 is the last good one of those um, <laughs> I, I think GoldenEye yes what it's done for the gaming industry um, I mean we'll never know um, but probably a lot um, and what a game it was but um, there was no there, I, I didn't have a wow moment on that um, in the game um, and it's the same with uh, Modern Warfare 2 no Russia mission um, I saw it on the news and I was like, holy shit, that's bad. Can they do that? Um, and, and Jesus Christ, do you remember the media backlash? Wow, it went mental, didn't it? Was it was all yeah, over, was all the huge. news. Uh, so that that was a wow, but I wouldn't say, I would say the Far Cry 4 and the Fallout 3 wow moments were were such a big moment. It's, it's Those moments are the reasons why I game. It is, <laughs> it's because I remember those moments and go, that was fucking incredible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. Kirk, what are you thinking? Well, obviously, I haven't. I didn't play Golden. I mentioned that. Oh shit! Um, but I do appreciate <laughs> what it did for gaming. Um, I do mm-hmm. know it, it was it was huge. I had a lot of friends at the time that were playing it. I never owned an N sixty four myself. I was um, I was a PlayStation guy at that time, um, and there was nothing like it. Like like you said, Ben, there were it was that and Perfect Dark, which was the place to be for first person yeah. shooters, which is insane, like, you know, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um so I actually respect the game a lot for what it's done and set up. Um Fallout, again, not something that I personally played. I did see the clip and I totally get, you know, you know, where mm-hmm. Pete was he's explained what's what's happened. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely one of those things where you go, Yeah, fuck, this is this is this is a nice moment. Um, kind of, re- kind of reminiscent of you know, uh, you know, something from Halo, in my opinion. Um, okay, you're already bigging up your own one for the next <laughs> yeah, round. I like, yeah, that. yeah, like I got, I got yeah, plant like seeds, got plant seeds, got plant seeds. Um, like Far Cry, Far Cry, never understood the series at all. Um, it's not something that ever engaged me in the slightest. Oh, um, I, you know, I, you know, sue me, really. <laughs> I don't really know what else you want. Um, I'm going to back my own, obviously, with no Russia, because I pull it in. Um, so what are the bottom of, uh, two, though, Kirk? The bottom yeah. two. The bottom two. I'm probably going to say Far Cry. Far Cry's got to go in there. And I'm going to put I'm gonna put Fallout in as well. Because Goldeneye, although I didn't play it, I know I know what it's done. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's benefited me personally where I am now. So Okay. Um where i am on this uh on the call of duty one i i understand uh the controversy i understand what it's trying to do i understand everything Please the point of it stab you in the back <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. i I, th- I think and I, I think it's totally right that it's on that this list for a wow moment but i actually think that the whole episode of it being on the news and it being so controversial and everything was just a massive virtue signal. It's a video <laughs> game. Um, we we were actually as we were, we were already conditioned to not really care. Not in real life we would care, but on a video game we were already pretty conditioned to not really care. We we played so many games where you just kill people indiscriminately. Yeah. Um, look at GTA 3 that was out and all this kind of stuff. Like so many games before it 
Call of Duty, the first Call of Duty, or Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you're still killing people where, okay, if you actually uh, boiled it down, you're on one side of a war, they're on the other side, both sides think they're right, and you're just killing them indiscriminately. Like, there's there's so many ways that you could boil this down. It, it, like, we, we're just totally conditioned to not, to, to think this is a video game. It's mm. not anything more. And I do think the whole controversy was just a massive virtue signal and that was uh, clouded by people that didn't really understand that because they were <laughs> older and didn't really play video games. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's my take on that. Um, so I, I kind of wouldn't... I think it should be in one of these because it was a wow moment. Yeah. And it was all over the news and everything. It certainly was. Ben, it's okay. It's okay, mate. You can say it's in my bottom two. It's fine. <laughs> it's in my bottom two. Go fuck it's, yourself. It's, it's, it's bottom right, barrel. Just, it's bottom barrel. It's bottom barrel. Um, the... Other one, I I have I've played all the games that were in this mm. in this group. Um, the Far Cry Four start it didn't take me like it did you guys. I understand it. I've rewatched it and I I get it. Um, but I think it's probably because I didn't complete the game. I didn't play the game fully. Um, so oh, yeah. I I didn't actually invest in the character. Um, so I think I I'm a bit of a letdown on that one. Um, because it is a big one, and Eddie, you've talked about it many times. Um, the so, but I would put Far Cry and um, Call of Duty. Fallout. Oh, Far Cry and Far Cry and Call, Call, of, Call, of, uh, Call of Duty at the bottom too. Yeah. Okay, that's so that's why I place them. Does that does that mean Fallout Three is through then? Because that's three people. So, if if we okay, let's, let's 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 confirm that and say who. <laughs> No, because we have to vote for the top. So if we're saying, I assume we're saying Call of Duty's out then. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's because that's three people. Yeah. But and I think on the Golden Eye, I think you two both what said. Well, you three actually. I know Kirk. No, Kirk, you had Kirk, Kirk actually put it through. Mm. Yeah. I put it yeah. through. Again, yes. the on, the only two ones we've got with three people on side here is Fallout going through and COD going out. I don't think we've no. I think we've because it was me, Eddie, and you who all said Fallout. Yeah, but when so you actually, but I, I also think it's unfair to do that tactic because you don't know who's putting on. Uh, that's fair. That's, 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 fair. That, that's what I was trying to yeah, articulate. That's how we've always done it before, but that's I fair. Couldn't, I couldn't get my words out, Eddie. That I think, yeah, you're. you're <laughs> I was trying to say the same thing. Um, <laughs> so I think we need to establish what's not in. So Call of Duty's gone. Um, so the first, uh, second, and third. Should we do that? Yeah. See what okay. comes up first. I am gonna. Um, I, I'm not gonna be competitive this time. I know I always go mental, and mm. because of that, we have things like fucking Pokemon win. <laughs> but I am not because I understand that these are my wow moments. So I'm gonna put Fallout Three as first, uh, with mm. Far Cry as second. Yep. I would do the same. I'm gonna put Fallout Three as first. Ooh. Okay. Fallout Three. Wow. Goes Kirk, all that what, what, what would you think yeah just for argument's sake yours is already out just to remind you yours is out you're a bottom bow bitch right i mean i was i was gonna put golden eye through but you know, okay. <laughs> you still, you know. god if golden right, eye sour taste bound, sour taste in my mouth right now put the three in order kirk that's all we're asking you to do the three that remain not including yours golden eye one fallout two and far cry three fallout two the Fallout 2 was a good one. Mm-hmm. It's not what I said, but... Right, okay. Fallout, Fallout goes through. 
I mean, we we pushed Kirk to put his top three there. It didn't really matter because he'd already put full up through. But um, we just wanted him to hear that well, no, he was key, not in the, the top three. The key thing there is we still have to decide second place because two of you have Goldeneye, and two of us so far have Far Cry. Are we deciding it just for completeness or? Ah, no, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fallout um, through. We're creating the definitive top three. That is a fair point. Yes, we, yeah, we, yeah. We're absolute, not ranking the top twelve. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Um, but but sure enough, Cobb will be bottom. Um, <laughs> For fuck's sake! Right. Yeah. Next round. Let's generate some numbers. So, um, oh, I've fucked it, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you are good at this, aren't you? He's, yeah. He's generated a seventeen on a one out of three. <laughs> Okay, what number did you have before, Pete? You had one, didn't you? So, and have one again. So you've got three. Okay, so that's Mass Effect three, Morden's death. Okay, and what did I have? I had two, so I can't have that. Um, I've got one. So that's Abby. Oh, Abby. Kidding, Joel. Next one is number two, Skyrim. Oh, god, that's oh. a tough one. So, right. One and two for me. And then one. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, that this is really this up a lot. This is really disappointing now. That okay, has, that has just dialed up to eleven. Oh, okay, no. Pete, go for it. Go for it. Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, I don't suspect I'm going to get through here because it's in many ways very similar <laughs> to your moment, Ben. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, but lesser known. So. Morden's character from Mass Effect 2, so you carry him through into Mass Effect 3, and he has a massive influence on the storyline. And barring one random set of circumstances you didn't want to happen, you basically can't save him from sacrificing himself for your cause. Um, But he's one of the few people that's true. Almost everyone else, the good result ends up with people living. Uh, In this one, the best possible result for the whole galaxy, as it were, you still have to lose one of the best characters in the game because he is a phenomenal character. And the way his death plays out, if you watched it, um, really hit everyone who's played Mass Effect because everyone's very attached to him. Um, Mm. And it was, it's caught up in this insanely good mission where you have some of the best moments in the game. I'd actually put in another moment in the same mission, which is when a Reaper fights a Threshamor as an option. So you can see just how good that bit of the game was. But that bit is the bit that hits you in the heart. Like, it's gutting. Especially if, like me, you had to play Mass Effect 2 several times to make sure everyone lived. And you can't do that. You can't do it in 3. Like, you just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice moment. Yeah, so mine, I think, probably, as you said, Pete, is similar in so much as nobody else here has played The Last of Us 2. I know you all know about it, and uh, we discussed it a year on the at length for the game of the year show um did you guys watch the clip at all yeah um, i've seen it before yeah i didn't yeah. I, I haven't i haven't but i did play the first game so i understand good, the backstory good, good good prep there um so uh <laughs> you know true true emotion in a video game for me is is hard to come by i like to be taken by films and, and video games for that but it's, it's really hard to create that and this this one i i've never seen i mean we are living in a modern age where everyone has an opinion and can put it on the internet um but the backlash from this particular controversy of abby killing joel early in the game was so huge the spoilers on this game that came out uh, before the game came out uh, were leaked everywhere i didn't see them i kept everything because i wasn't on social media i just kept 
completely off. I didn't know what was <laughs> happening, which was amazing for me. So this had such a wow moment for me when it happened in game and out of game because of this controversy that happened afterwards. Now, people love Joel from the first game. Kirk, you played the first game. I assume you like Joel. Joel yeah, Joel, was... Joel. No, it was it was a bit of a prick to begin with, but you you understand why. And yes. you really, really warm to him as before the end of the game. And, you know, he's just trying to do right, really. Yeah, and um, he was, and, and how he saves Ellie at the end, everyone yeah. wanted that to happen. Yeah. Everyone wanted that to happen. And I always find it weird how everybody saw him as like, everyone was so attached to Joel when The Last of Us one was like a 12 hour game. Like it's 12 hours of your life, but everyone was so attached to this one character. Um, the Last of Us two had this amazing narrative which then put joel's character and the whole role he had in the in the complete story into perspective but at the time when he dies and abby kills him you just don't know why so it's it's such a shock like if you haven't seen the leak leaks and you haven't listened to this podcast and had it spoiled for you many times then <laughs> it, it it's just it, it's such a brutal crazy killing out of nowhere it's it's game of thrones red wedding-esque um and then the <laughs> rest of the big. game then that the rest of the game surprised to little book readers but yes <laughs> but, but, but the rest of the game is spent framing that murder for the audience of the character they loved from the perspective of the character they then hated like the whole game is then made you're made to play as this other fucking character who i loved i loved abby and that's controversial in itself um but it was a huge wow moment in gaming for that creation of emotion that delivery of change of narrative direction i it was one of the first times where a video game has made this active choice to make this this narrative directional change it was like this i think it was seminal because i haven't i haven't known of another uh, storyline which has had such an impact on the people playing it where people love and hate and it's just got this huge divide that's been created by it and and it really brought into and it's only in the last couple of years a g- gaming into the realm, realms proper realms of the storytelling medium um, and Naughty Dog are masters of that craft now um, yeah. actually telling stories and like like a book would do like a film would do a game being able to tell a story with that gravity is um i don't know many other games that can but that's why it's seminal and that's why it's such a huge moment mm. Mm. fair enough huge praise mm. so is it skyrim next it, it is skyrim. um yeah it's a difficult one because i i don't think there's any like incredible moments uh, in skyrim as in like holy shit moments um there probably are but uh, you know it's been a while um yeah, for me, it was, um, I was running down, actually, you know what's funny? It wasn't even me that did this. It was when me and Pete used to live together, probably <laughs> fucking ages ago. Yeah. And we only had the one big TV, my big 50-inch TV. And, and Pete was running down to Whiterun. And that in itself was incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like, the first yeah. time we've ever played Skyrim, the graphics on it at the time, anyway, were incredible. And, like, the things Pete was doing, like jumping and shooting his bow and it, it was so much better than Oblivion. It was beyond belief. You like, you couldn't believe that this is the same company that made Oblivion. Yeah. Um, and remember, Oblivion when it came out was amazing. I remember yeah. thinking Oblivion was the best game of all time. Um, 
and now I go back to it and I literally can't play it for two minutes. It's um, impossible, isn't it? It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. Um, but we were running down to where run and all of a sudden we hear like a roar and we look over and there's a dragon flying around and we're like, holy fucking shit, it's a dragon. <laughs> like, you know, like Oblivion, the best you have was like a little troll. Um, <laughs> and we're, it's flying around and it's attacking something. And that's what's so good about Skyrim is the whole world felt alive. No matter where you were running, it felt alive. Um, mm. And we run over, and or Pete runs over, and he's fighting a fucking giant. And of course, again, we haven't seen anything <laughs> like this giant, and and we're amazed. We're seeing this battle going on, and it's brilliant. Pete obviously pushed his luck a bit too much away close to the giant, and that's when the giant swung for him, and he just got. Oh, I was yeeted, absolutely was yeeted. <laughs> but it was just everything at once. It was the graphics, it was the the music. Obviously, in Skyrim, is incredible. Then running along and seeing this and the mood changing the music changing and and then for all this to happen all at the same time all in the year that it came out it was just an absolute masterpiece skyrim is an absolute masterpiece no one will ever make a game as good as that again um and and i think that game even though that was the first hour i've ever seen skyrim i think that's the best moment in skyrim ever so um (laughs) yeah I, i i had to include that yep that's uh yeah it's synonymous that's great um halo kirk this one's a big I mean, one as well isn't it the, these last two skyrim and halo these are moments yeah. i'm gonna be honest guys i mean what do i really need to say like we we all know i'm just gonna i could just leave it there i, really well, I think you need to explain but, to everyone to explain who hasn't played ah, halo okay. i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right so yeah obviously it's the it's the fourth it's the fourth uh, level in the game um you you drop in on the beach i mean <laughs> start with jesus christ yeah yeah it's the fourth level in the game guys all right you drop in you drop in on the beach with your fellow marines the fucking music is going you've got the halo theme music which is just incredible especially the first game and you, you 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 touch down and you start fucking shooting Covenant left, right, and center. There's so much shit going on. When you actually look back on it, there wasn't that much going on. But even even now, I've I played the I played the level a good few times in the last few years, and it's still it's still awesome to play. Like things still play out in such a way that make you go fucking hell. This is awesome. And how was I playing this back in what 2001? like it's it's just it's it's insane and then like the rest of the level you know once you've once you've done the beach raid yeah you get on a warthog and you start exploring the level and it gave it gave you the uh the you know the idea that you were free roaming the level you're not but it 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 was very very cleverly done and i'll tell you what all right one of my favorite this is gonna sound fucking stupid but i remember looking at the floor standing in the ocean and going fuck me that water looks real (laughs) <laughs> on the yeah. on the original xbox game all right i don't know what yeah. it was like it's it was obviously just a standard effect on it but i was like holy shit this is awesome like you've just never seen anything like it and just yeah I, it is it is one of my favorite moments in gaming ever well, I'll, I'll be honest i'll be honest with you Kirk, like you could actually sonic cartographer is synonymous with that halo mm. and i i believe it wasn't it the demo as well wasn't that the the level oh, was it wasn't that the, uh, I, it was that area it was that yeah area, it was yeah. that area and right at the mm. end uh the the like the the general whatever says <laughs> of the demo he says uh halo it comes out this time whatever buy one heck buy two 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fucking brilliant. But by, yeah, that, by the general, you mean Sergeant Johnson? He means yeah. Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, completely yeah. different ranks, well, but you well, know, whatever, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he should have been a general. Yeah. But um, the um, Sonic cartographer was synonymous, but Halo as a whole, that was groundbreaking. Halo, the original game. The, original the, the first game. game was it was absolutely revolutionary. It was you know, Microsoft have arrived. I'm not, I'm not mm. gonna lie. So um, my my stepdad at the time we went and bought an xbox on the day of release with halo didn't know anything about the console really it was either that or a playstation 2 at the time and yeah. we bought a few games halo was one of them didn't this is before the internet like proper and whatnot we both sat down played co-op and we completed the whole game in that night like we mm. just could not put it down that's how fantastic it was it's amazing uh, yeah like i i don't remember the last time i was able to grab a game from new pull it in and complete it in in a sitting like you know a proper full-length game uh, it was just, it was mind blowing. I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest here, guys. We're going to try and do the ranking thing. But I'm, yeah, Halo's one for me. Like, do you on think this one? That moment is etched in my memory, and I'm involved in one of the other moments here. <laughs> like, and that moment is more etched in my memory. It's the music blaring as you come in on the Pelicans. Yes. Like, it's Pelicans. the whole thing. That is, yeah, it, it's Halo One or Halo Combat Evolved in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and I don't, yeah, I, I just think. It's hearing even the grunts with, streaming and stuff like that. Even with Skyrim in there, and even with Mass Effect 3, which I love in there, it's, it's just the one from this group for me. So when I, when I look at this group, um, I, it, I'm not putting down the moment because it's just that I didn't play the game. Uh, Mass mm. Effect 3, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't. I've, I watched the clip um, and I, I get it if you're, if you're involved with the character. And I think that's mm. what everyone will feel about. The Last of Us as well, which I think is a yeah. shame because I, I I think it deserves its mention. It deserves it because it is seminal um, and and how they deliver that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, I I don't know another game which can do that. Um, mm. The Skyrim moment, I I'm all aboard with that, um, and it was amazing at the time. Like oh, the, f- the first time you see that dragon, it's just fucking. <laughs> amazing but then if i put that up to against uh, the abbey killing joel thing and i'd be like it doesn't compare um even though that was amazing but halo itself that to me it's like the golden eye thing from the last group for me halo started everything mm. and and silent cartography is synonymous with that yeah. so i would have to agree that that is one of the biggest wow moments in gaming Eddie, Eddie, what are your thoughts? Um, I, w- I would put Halo third there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, great game, brilliant. Um, absolutely loved it when it came out. Um, but there was no wow moment in that level. Uh, for for me, for me. Um, I understand that. I, I this is a bit weird. Um, Pete, I would have gone with um last. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I I did love the Mass Effect games. Um, there was a moment I can't remember which one it was when when all the shit's hitting the fan right at the end, and I'm sure a couple die in that last mission. You, you're thinking the suicide mission from 2. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yes, that's um, it. That, that was huge. I remember that, that is, going on. Oh that God. is insane, but I just kind of thought the suicide mission, which is like the last third of the game, was too yeah. big to put down as a moment. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My own personal one is actually one of the Mass Effect games where it felt like it was open world, and I went down to a planet, and it looked like Thailand, like with the way everything was green and sandy and fuck me that was incredible i remember thinking <laughs> holy shit this is beautiful but um 
Yeah, I, I believe it or not, even though I've never played it, I would have gone with Abby killing Joel. Um, yeah. Only because, uh, well, comparing it to the Red Wedding, um, Joel is so huge. Um, I mean, I mean, the the first game was massive. Um, everyone said how good the story was. Um, and then for him to die. The only thing I would criticize, Ben, I've seen this a few times, this scene, is that I feel like they should have done more of a zoom in on his face when he died. Yeah, um, because they actually just show the club coming down. Yes. But they yeah. don't, you don't see it hit his face. Yeah, I, I like I like something in a, like, um, I, I shouldn't compare it to this because I didn't even care for the series, is uh, The Walking Dead when the, when the yeah. Asian chap dies. Mm, Do you know what I mean? That was a bad He's dead. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Um, yeah, do, oh. do you know what I mean? Like, everything about that scene was so good. The way it was built up, the way, um, you know, she came in the room and and the, the, the shotgun obviously made you think, like, oh, my God, he could die. No, surely he can't. Surely he can't. He won't die. Of course he won't. And then for I, I feel like you, they should have showed the face when it, but, when but it happened. At, but, at that but moment, still. it was so it was so obvious, though. And, and there was no coming yeah. back as well. And, and that yes, club, exactly. that it was so the sound delivery of that moment and yeah. it was so final and yeah. the, the fact even when i rewatch it like you get emotional when ellie's there the, what's brilliant about this scene is that if you were spoiler free like i was you don't expect that to happen at the start of the fucking game and you just like and, and when she, ellie's saying to him get up get the fuck up get yeah. the fuck and you're like yeah, it, and it's it's almost like it is that dying kind of father thing, and you don't know why, you don't know why this is happening. And actually, you go through the game and you look at some, from somebody else's side. It's like in war, you realize well, that guy can be viewed as a cunt. Mm. Like now, yeah. now not to uh, not to go against the waxing lyrical, which I do very much enjoy. But are you flip-flopping, Ben, or are we putting Halo through? Well, the thing is, I, I would go for Abby and uh, Abby Killing Joel was number one. The reason I went for the reason I was saying Halo was because I thought people would just automatically not not right. right. Start, you, were, you were siding with the powerful. Okay, okay. Yes, nice. <laughs> exactly. So what we've got yeah. at the moment, yeah. standard Ben. What we've got, got at the to. moment is Mass Effect Three is out um, because I'm also voting it lower than those two, um, so it would have been out regardless. Um, shockingly Skyrim 2 somehow well not not necessarily Mm. because I would probably put Halo 1 Skyrim 2 B3 yeah personally Um, so at the moment we've got two people going for Abbey and two people going for Halo Mm -hmm. what's your what's your two and three Kirk Uh, two would be Abbey and three would be that hurt you to say didn't it Kurt because you knew if you went the other way around (laughs) yeah uh, I would say I never I never I never got on with the Mass Effect series so I appreciate oh that one's out don't worry about that Skyrim yeah sorry sorry. going Skyrim but I do fucking love a dragon you know totally totally be on board with that the Skyrim was the Skyrim one was a wow moment but it was it was it was a wow moment with nothing else attached do you know what I mean? Like it was, it's a wow moment. Um, well, I mean, what you're talking there is emotional resonance. It is, in the moment yes. Itself. Whereas the wow moment attached to that one is, holy shit, look at what this game is doing. Yes, yes. That yes. was what the Skyrim wow was. And that's yes. similar to the Halo one, 
Whereas yes. Abby and Joel, it's nothing new losing a close figure. It's the, just the way the, it's executed is incredible. So if we're looking at moments, the, mm. the Halo thing for me, I'm attaching Halo 1 mm. and I'm just looking at a picture of that in my mind and I'm thinking silent cartographer. That I'm, said, though, I've, um, I've sort of casually tallied this in my head, by the way, and we're dead even at the moment, I think. Yeah, I know that's what I thought as well. <laughs> yeah. but well that's my, right, so somebody's got to... Can I can I put the look? I I love Halo. I I've chucked thousands of hours into that. Um, we used to play around yours, Ben, didn't we? Um, in yeah. The old days. Mm, yeah. But but there's something. I mean, for a start, I didn't rate the campaigns. I, I played them all. So before everyone jumps on the bandwagon, I I didn't think they were that good. I I don't think any first-person shooter games campaigns are good. Um, but what I'm saying here is. What wow moment. I mean, Kirk, you mentioned water. Now, fair enough. I, I mean, I've, I've explained how I've had stupid wow moments. But but in that mission, there's no point. It's, yes, it's it brings the flight back memories. It's, it's the flight it's in, just, what, seeing the beach. Yeah, it's, it's coming it's into the... Yeah. A collective thing, everything involved is just fuck. I'm in this, in the middle of this war zone thing. And how is this possible? Like, it, there was nothing before that that was like that. And it was just like shit. I I'm having the best time whilst I'm, you know. Honestly, yeah, I I don't get how you're saying that's not a wow moment, Eddie, because that bit where you're flying into a contested landing zone mm. in the Pelicans with everyone going mad, that was insane. I like remember two thousand and one. Marines alive. Oh yeah, of course. We all tried that and like, they gave up immediately because they <laughs> die like lemmings. I'd kill them for their you. assault rifle. Of course you would. Of course you would. Even though you could just take it from them, couldn't you? Yeah, you could kill them. Though. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's amazing. I, I would definitely put it in top ten. But I, I think you know the Joel moment. That's that's massive. I mean, they're they're making TV series about the second one now. Do you know what I mean? That is. It, it's... They're remaking the first one. <laughs> yeah, but it's that huge. Like, is that huge? Uh, is that I mean, huge? I will just I'll just point out they are making a Halo TV series yeah. as well. Yeah. So Oh are they? And they did yeah. they did try and make movies, didn't they? I actually really British. enjoyed the Halo film. I really mm. enjoyed the Halo film. Also, they've already made a TV show. It was called Red vs. Blue and it was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. like a computer game thing though. Yeah, yeah, no, so but they, they are they are making <laughs> Halo is coming I think it's coming out on HBO or something. They've got proper actors and everything. Yeah. It's it's coming out this this year or next. Okay. But so your I'm, your I'm argument not, I'm not for sure that, that is... be effective. Are we gonna no, end no, up no. doing what we did in strategy and carrying two through? Hmm. The thing the thing is, the way I look at it is we've all experienced Halo. We all know we're all on the same on a similar page. We all we all I can't be held accountable and nor can nor can, the last of us can't be held accountable for you just having poor taste and not playing it. Oh wow. Well yeah. You, yeah, you say that. I mean I don't know. I'm I'm sort of against this moment being considered in the top three well moments, like the Abby and Joel one, because while I can appreciate, as you put, Ben, that it's a seminal moment, mm. it's, uh, I don't know, you are just killing off a valued character. You can name that in everything. No, no I'm saying, no, literally everything. No, the thing that I'm saying is seminal is the storytelling of video games. I don't think there's been a the conveying of, that level of of build-up of, of narrative and storytelling and the delivery um, down to just the realism, uh, I don't think that's been present in any video game since or before. I think okay, it's just, I think it was a demonstration of mm-hmm. 
the ability of a video game being a storytelling medium and i mm. i think that's incredibly valuable i and i i'm not going to get away from your overall thesis whether i think this supports it in the way you think it does is different mm. but mm. i take your point i take your point yeah. it I doesn't help us that. resolve he, the, uh, he, he, no, doesn't. he takes your point he doesn't he doesn't agree with it he takes it halos above <laughs> it immediately but i'll retract my original comment <laughs> brilliant there you go if we if we if if we are just stood still Mm. then we take both through okay right we move on then so they both go through so we've got four so we've made we're making the absolute definitive top Top four three oh yeah yeah (laughs) top four now top four top four games okay fine um right next one Oh, Pete's right. <laughs> uh, I'm conveying a story then to a different medium. So for, for those for those listening, we are we just updated the doc to see what's gone through to the final. We have Fallout Three. Uh, Pete has written Joel dying pathetically versus <laughs> Halo awesomeness. Um, right, Pete, do you want to kick us off with the World of Warcraft? Yeah, yeah. Why not? So. And in this one in particular, and I included the link for you, but for everyone listening, it was the trailer that was dropped long before the game actually dropped itself for this game that I'm focusing on. And it's probably the most famous trailer that Blizzard had made, um, at least until recently. And definitely the most famous one linked to World of Warcraft, I'd say. And that's because for the first time in World of Warcraft, they really came back to Warcraft itself. Um, Eddie, I don't know if you played the Warcraft series, but I kind of assume you would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne, um, which was an insanely good expansion and a really, really good way to go with the Warcraft games. This hooks back into the storyline of that. And the moment everyone realized that that was the next big expansion for World of Warcraft. And this was in the heyday, the pomp of World of Warcraft, when it had over 10 million players consistently at all times um everyone lost it at that to see arthas who'd been such a crucial character in warcraft come back as suddenly the big villain for the next expansion was just insane and it's delivered so beautifully through the narration but i think it's even by the same people who did it in warcraft originally um voicing the characters and by just the imagery it casts of this completely bleak landscape that you're going to go and face off against someone who was originally your protagonist that was just sick oh okay good stuff that was abrupt, abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the problem the problem with that ending was that i had i had my mute button on so, <laughs> so i was so i was like oh god how do i <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. wondering what you were doing there, but I was wondering. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I had a really, there was a really loud like motorbike or something. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think whoever does these videos, they deserve a fucking medal, don't they? Because like, um, <laughs> you know, when cool, I, when I rewatched this, um, because I, I've definitely seen it ages ago, but um, it reminded me of the Carrigan and the uh, the Starcraft three videos. Yeah. I mean, how good were they as well? Like this trader is so well done. It's mm. fucking so well done. It's better than most movies these days. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean that the the moment doesn't uh, resonate with me, but the the trader we'll, itself. We'll go into it. We'll go, we'll go into that. I've got I've got I've got a probably a controversial opinion 
considering your two. Um, anyway, uh, d- the next one is GTA 3 playing that for the first mm. time. So similar, I, I won't go into it, similar to the moment of Goldeneye. It was again playing it around uh, a mate's house, PlayStation 2. Um, this game was uh, a huge moment for modern gaming, uh, open world gaming. Um, it built the incredible platform for not only that franchise, but uh, it changed open world gaming in, in its entirety. It was mind blowing that we could be playing this game. Uh, I remember just passing the controller around and you're just doing mindless stuff. You weren't doing missions. Um, it, it was just, it, it revolutionized everything. And from that vice city and everyone remembers a GTA game, everyone mm-hmm. played GTA. Yep. Uh, and I, for most people, it was probably the first time that they had truly experienced an open world game. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and from this we've got the games of like gta 5 which is one of the best selling games of all time still going strong still in the top 10 every single week even though it's about 20 years old um <laughs> so so yeah i i've got i've got not got much more to say about it other than you know it's uh it was revolutionary mm. <laughs> yeah fair enough um what am I? What's mine? Warband. Oh, Warband. Okay. I know this ain't going to get anywhere. I knew it never was, but um, <laughs> it's it's probably my biggest wow moment of gaming ever. I just bought this game called uh, Mountain Blade Warband. I've done some research and I thought, oh, it's like a first-person medieval game. That sounds kind of fun. Um, and I remember, I think I sunk like 10 quid on it, which, as you guys know, that is, whoa, that's huge. That, that's big money for me. Big money, big um, money big money um so i i was i was leading this like group of like i think seven men um which i just found in villages and i uh i go equipped equip myself with a little shield and an axe and i was like all right what do we do i looked up how to get money um and it was like oh do little like little pirate raids so i was like okay so i'll invade this little boat here so i invaded the boat and i'm running along i'm like okay the graphics looks pretty good yeah not bad okay oh i can direct my men oh stay here charge or whatever and then i told them to charge i was like oh fuck i don't even know where the enemy is but i'll follow them so i'm running over i don't know where the fuck we're running to and then all of a sudden i hear like a and an axe spanks into the guy to the left of me's head literally i go ah i turn around look at the floor and i can see the axe embedded in this guy's face he's dead obviously (laughs) i turn around and i see another axe coming flying towards me luckily i quickly put my shield up and i hear the the thump of the axe going into the the shield put my shield down i can see the axe in my shield and then all of a sudden i look up and there's like 10 vikings just come charging at us and i'm seeing men going left right and center blood splurting everywhere and we got our asses handed to us i'm dead i've been captured game over but my god did i go holy fucking shit this game is insane and obviously since then i've sunk hundreds of hours and i bought uh bannerlord the the um the game after it for full price, which I don't think I've ever done for a game. So that was probably the biggest wow moment in gaming for me. There you go. Mountain Blade Warband. Get it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk. Metal Gear Solid. 20, 22 years ago, I played something which just didn't seem like it was. It should be possible. Um, how familiar are you guys? How, how familiar are you with Psycho Mantis from MGS1? Oh, yeah. Metal, yeah. So, 
you remember the fact that when the cutscene plays out and he's he's telling you the games you've been playing, which he's been read, which the game reads off of your your memory card if they were Konami mm-hmm. games. That was mm-hmm. that's fucking scary. Um, <laughs> he vibrates your controller like yeah. you're you're playing the game and he's breaking the fourth wall. I mean, that's <laughs> what other game was doing that at the time. There was mm-hmm. also a bit. Um, because it because it was in the late nineties, obviously we had those old fucking chunky CRT TVs. Um, at one point, the screen goes completely black, and in the top right hand corner was the word hi- um, "hideo," which was obviously uh, you know piss take of video, but it made people think their game was glitching out. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. The game was fine. It was just it was just all over the shop. Um, I mean, you couldn't even it, beat him. It wasn't without... a take on video, was it? It was just yeah, no, uh, no, hideo, uh, it's just hideo's yeah, yeah it's just the name. first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the creator's first name, but yeah. if back in the day, if your video uh, player didn't work properly, your screen would go black and it would have video in the top right um, on your TV on oh, on yeah. some of them. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a ge- genuine thing. Um, and then obviously you couldn't actually beat him unless you put your controller uh, into port two because he could dodge all your attacks. Um, I mean, there was no. It was it was an incredible boss fight because you got again. This is pre-internet era. How the fuck did you work? How how would you work out how to beat this boss? I, I remember mm. scratching my head, thinking, "Fucking hell, I can't, <laughs> I can't beat him. He's 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 dodging every single thing I'm doing." And you're only in this little room, this little office room, and he's just floating around and throwing shit at you the, the whole time, and then you're just dying and dying and dying, like for fuck's sake. And then when you figure out what you got to do, you're like, "Yeah, fuck you, game. I got you." But just everything about it, leading up to it, he's you know, Psycho Manus. What a name! Like that's an incredible <laughs> name for a boss as well, or a character. It's just, um, it's just one of those times that I was thought this, this is, this is fucking unreal. I, I, I love this. And Metal Gear Solid One is one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Honestly, I, I go, I go back to it now, and I say that's nah, dog shit, but it's not. I God, I, yeah, I, the I, graphics. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Kirk. I mean, Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, but it, it was the first game, like, like, um, Ben was saying with, with the, the narration of. You know the last Last of Us games. You know Metal Gear Solid did what Last of Us has done now, but for the the action adventure game back then, that was 22, 23 years ago. You know, so that's I very fond, fond, fond memories of of that game and that particular moment as well. Lovely, lovely. So now we've got the tough choice in this last group. Then, um, Pete, do you want to kick us off with? the weak ones in your mind Oof. not really can someone else go first yeah <laughs> Kirk what do you think I'll, I'll go first so I I, I I will put through I number one what? is is I oh, know you want me to do the, the 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 worst ones for me right? yeah like, yeah just to get rid I think okay two ones you get rid of then hmm Sorry, Eddie, but Warband's going. I mean, I'm, that, yeah. it means nothing. It means nothing to me, and you know, mm. yes. And I know that's going to be like our friendship after this, but sorry. And that wasn't one well, anyway, buddy. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and uh, the trailer as well, World of Warcraft. Because yeah, sorry, that doesn't. It didn't do it. It didn't do it for me. It means nothing to you anyway. You weren't part of it, so that makes sense. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll 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 go. Um, what do I want to take out? Um, firstly, I the the Psychomantis. I I didn't play Metal Gear Solid One, but it seems to have su- had such an impact in terms of 
Uh, did you guys play Eternal Darkness on the GameCube? No. That was one of my favourite games on the GameCube, and that seems to be really similar in terms of messing with your mind, messing with the controller, making you think everything glitching out and stuff like that. Seems to have had that massive knock-on effect. Um, for me, it doesn't it doesn't resonate and it doesn't hold anything because I didn't, didn't uh, I, I've watched the the video of it, but I, mm. I didn't play the game, so that one has to unfortunately Kirk bite but the dust in my mind. Um, God, I hate you. The second one, um, to be honest. Pete, the trailer mm. looks amazing, <laughs> but I'm fed up. Uh, I'm fed up with Blizzard. Like they do this every fucking time. The, look at the, look at last year's E3. Whatever. Again, they do this for fucking World of Warcraft. They create these epic fucking trailers, and then what turns out? These little shitty fucking characters on the it's crap. It's just bollocks, and I know it's like creating this environment, and it's like it's it's getting all the feels and getting everyone pumped up. Do you think everyone's watching that? And then when they actually get to play it, they're like, "Oh yeah, great! This now fucking pixelated little pile of shit on my screen looks just like that." Fuck right. Yeah. I mean, Ben, it's not nice. I don't know. I, don't know. Fair, ben, I do kind of understand what you're saying. I think the bit to remember though, is, for one thing, that trailer was in 2007. No, yeah, no, I'm not knocking. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, that's what they'll do. And but I, it's just that I, I'm just against that whole thing like they're well, doing the best is, they can yeah. this is the other thing i should probably have spelled out here is one wrath of the lich king is by far and away the most respected and was the best expansion to that game like that was the peak of the zeitgeist was when that um when that expansion was out and the graphical upgrade that happened in between uh, burning crusade which is the one before and this one was so massive that you actually didn't feel like that afterwards. Yeah, but, but I like, do completely understand what you're saying in general because yes, that is a very blizzard thing to do. Because, and it, but it's not. Um, I'm not having to go World of Warcraft. I mean, World of mm. Warcraft is a fucking universally, objectively, like one of the best games ever. And uh, and if I'd had been involved at the time, I would have been all in. Mm. Um, I'm not having to go at that. I'm just. It's like, but it's one of those things, one of those moments that's that almost builds the lie. Do you, know, do you know what it reminds me uh, i'll tell you what ben it reminds me of that um dead island trailer do you guys did you guys remember that it was a very yeah. emotional trailer where the girl falling out of a window but it's in reverse yeah and i then was gonna you, say it's the back like, in time one with the family isn't it yeah and then mm. you play the game and it's fucking nothing like it mm. <laughs> it's like you've been sold a lie i think that's mm. that's what yeah i, I mean and at. everyone but everyone in in this in this trailer knows that it doesn't look like that like they know that and and it's kind of like and i suppose that community bill it's all about what the building the thing in your head and how it is that, so i kind of do get that but i just hate it it's the conveying the tone ben that's what it does brilliantly yeah, I, I know it does <laughs> i know i know it does and i know at the time that, 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 that they're basically doing but, something tremendous but mm. i don't like it but that's not yeah that's not to take away from your your judgment call on it so fair yeah so um, those are your so two those weak two, ones. they're gone yeah they're in my mind mm-hmm. eddie um this is a really difficult one because i would quite easily get rid of three of these um <laughs> Pete, let's start with um, the trader. I, I think it's difficult because it's one of those moments that's like a fist bump moment. It's it's mm. awesome. Like the first time you watch that, you 
you're like, wow, that's incredible. Um, it's the same with all the StarCraft. And Ben's got a good yeah. point. Like, StarCraft videos were incredible. Every single cutscene, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Who created these? But then you just go to the top-down little fucking strategy game. <laughs> which, you know, it, it's, it's difficult. Because, I mean, it's amazing moments. It's fist-bumping. But it, it's certainly not one of those moments that have stayed with me. Um, same with GTA 3 GTA 3 was a great game I, I remember playing it for many hours but there was no bit in it even the first time I turned it on there was no bit of it that made me go like uh, you, you know this is this is groundbreaking this is incredible uh, what year did it come out do we know 2002 2001 um, oh good point around there very early yeah, yeah. GTA 3 release uh, 2001 yeah 2001 um and oh. when did like um oblivion and and um so morrowind was i think the same year or just after right i i remember i remember playing gta3 and not being like overwhelmed by how good it was so i i think i must have played another open world game before it because that's the kind of thing that um that would have got me but um yeah so, so for that not me that uh, and warband i completely understand this is weird i'm going here to say out <laughs> but warband i completely understand yeah well i mean no, no one's no one's played it eddie, can, eddie um, can i stop you there before you say that yeah um warband was our number two rpg of all time and i think deserves that respect so i'm going to be voting <laughs> that at number one also, also eddie Holy shit, man. before you say any more about warband so i didn't have your moment with it yeah. I had a slightly different one when I first played Warband, oh, which right. was the fact I got uh, I got caught in an ambush and mm. fire arrows nice. from everywhere, <laughs> and I literally remember turning, looking up, and you've got this like red, orange, and obviously arrow C flying mm. at you, and just going like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and obviously dying seconds later because I hadn't <laughs> thought of actually protecting myself from it. Um, mm. but so I do have a similar sort of feel with that game. Um, yeah, there are so, so many can good I moments. Understand that, what you mean? Yeah, it I, creates its own little wow moment. Exactly. For you, depending on how it goes. I remember my first cavalry charge where I got loads of cavalry mm-hmm. and I, 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 I had my archers and my infantry charging from the front so I could hook around with the um, cavalry and we just went through like a hundred people and I just saw people fly everywhere. It was There's so many moments in that game that make you go wow. But it's one of those yeah. games that you make your own wow moments. Um, so I, I, look, I, I'm putting that as second but I completely understand why people would, would bring that out because it's a bring your own wow moment. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, so, uh, but I, uh, funnily enough, I would put Kirk's through first here. Um, I think Metal Gear Solid One was incredible, and I remember that moment. It was, it was kind of scary the way it was like talking through the gas mask, and it was like crackly. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. granted, I looked at it uh, yesterday, and I thought, "Fuck, I remember being scared at this." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> now I'm scared to f- to see only fucking five pixels on the screen. But still, what what it was at the time, I remember it, and I must have been playing it when I was a child. So fucking hell what what a moment i i would put yeah i i'm afraid i'd put gta3 and the uh trailer of uh, world of warcraft out mm-hmm. right so it looks like world well, of warcraft might be out then yeah which i mean just to rank mine i would probably have actually put well warband would be second for me then gta then psychomantis Okay. Warband's actually having a little sneaky one, eh? Yeah, I'm gonna go Warband and then GTA 3. I think I've just changed oh. my mind. Warband's now first because I'm now playing ah. Tactical all of a sudden. 
fuck's sake. I know I said I wouldn't be tactical, but I can't believe Warbands actually made it. I mean, it, as you said, Ben, it was the second, it is the second it is, greatest yeah. RPG of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> It's got to show it the respect it's deserved. So, yeah, absolutely. So oh, we say Warband's gone through. Yeah, Warband's gone through. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well done, Warband. I'm proud of you, buddy. Warband, make your own wow moment. <laughs> <laughs> right, that okay, is so... That's what it is, like... Yeah. yeah. Right. So we have our final definitive top four. We always try to make a top three, but we made also, a top four. Pretty also, much. Eddie, have you noticed that in every one of these, Skyrim goes out in the groups and Warband makes it through? <laughs> what is that? How what is, is going that? on? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Skyrim, man. Jesus. <laughs> right. So we have Fallout 3. We have uh, Warband Create Your Own Adventure. We have... Uh, <laughs> Joel dying pathetically. Thank you. Full um, title. Yep. And Halo awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. So, what do you agree with? <laughs> awesome. Halo awesomeness. All oh, right. Yes, I agree. They are the top four. Um, <laughs> right. Who's what, what's the bottom two from these guys? Come on, then, Pete. Give us a give us an opinion. Uh, Joel bottom, then Warband. Kate Kirk. Fallout and Warband. Eddie? Um, I said I wasn't going to play tactically, so I'm not going to play tactically. I would say Halo bottom, then Warband. Yeah, well, you just had Warband in the bottom two from two other people, didn't you? So, you know, it was kind of yeah, dead. Yeah, so I thought there's no fucking point in there. <laughs> my bottom two are Halo and Warband. So Warband's now out. Um, and what was our other ones? Pete, what was your other one? Joel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kirk, I had Joel's bottom. Kirk, what was your second bottom? Uh, Fallout. Fallout. Eddie? I had, two, I had two Halos bottom, didn't I? Yeah. That's why I, I, think I, it was, I think it was you two. I had Halo bottom, and Ben had Halo bottom. So does that mean Halo, because we've got two people saying... Well, so Halo's in third. <laughs> yeah, Halo's in third. So we're down to Fallout and... Thank God, I thought that was going to fucking win. Jesus. Joel. Yeah, okay. Kirk, Fallout, and Joel. There are your two choices for top two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, he's already put Fallout 3 bottom, so he ain't going to put it top now, is he? I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, it's, it's going to... Hold on, to be fair, though, I'm just realising here, you had two people who have Halo's bottom. I would have had Halo's top here, and I imagine Kirk would as well. I did. Yeah, well, it depends how you're scoring it, Pete. If we're trying to get rid of the bottom two first, or whether we're just looking at it as one well, as a whole. But you've, we, yeah, you've, got to take, you've got to take it on balance, surely, because you've got if a you one, want to, yeah. one... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't mind how we do it. We can either... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We can either go up progressively, or we look at it as a balance. Yeah, I think you kind of have to in this case, because there's such a, an extreme so, variety there. Yeah, okay. Top three. So would... would um you have had Halo's top? Yeah. And Kirk would have had Halo's yeah. top? Yeah. So then Halo comes in second? Most no. Likely, yeah. yeah, it would have to, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah. One, one, yeah. three, three, it comes out. So, Eddie, what's your top one? I, it's very difficult, because um, the two wow moments that we're talking about that should be first and second here, Fallout 3 and Joel, um, are completely different wow moments. Mm. Um, I, I think Joel dying is... 
I, I think for for many 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 years to come will be seen as a huge huge gaming moment um and i was amazed to even hear that he died so i would i would put that a second because fallout 3 coming out onto the mountain and seeing how far you can go and see what things you can do in this mass wasteland was was incredible uh it's definitely fallout 3 top with joel second should i give my two go on um i i hate i hate to say it but i agree with eddie um Mm. i i would say the fallout 3 one more because of it's it is that plato allegory of the cave stepping out showing showing the world opening the the world's eyes to what video games can do in an open world setting it was ahead of its time it was a masterpiece Mm. and that particular moment uh is synonymous with fallout games now as a whole i mean yeah yeah. um and they delivered it perfectly so fallout 3 top for me it would have been second for me obviously so does that mean that fallout 3 comes top yes because it's i mean it's it's first first second and third isn't it so yeah Wow. So Fallout Halo, 3, so Halo, third. then Joel, then Warband. Yeah. We have our list. We have our wow. list. Number okay. one, number one, uh, mo- biggest wow moment in gaming was Fallout 3. Leaving the vault. Leaving the vault. And then mm. uh, then, then Halo, just being fucking awesome, silent cartographer. Yeah. Then Joel <laughs> dying at the hands of Abby. And then Warband, <laughs> create, Warband. For create your own adventure. <laughs> Eddie always sneaks in the fourth place. One I didn't he doesn't want to. Get I even tried to get rid of it. It was no, one of you that went, Eddie, by the way, I would have voted Warband. Yeah. It well, deserves the respect. Ben's yeah. rationale was very strange. Mine, at least, I have a personal link to that game. No, no, no. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a link to this podcast. <laughs> if we don't start believing our own hype, we lose everything. Then no, why I've... did you put uh, picking your own Pokemon then? You should have put that one in there. <laughs> that's very true, Eddie, and that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I, it's funny you say that. I was going to put that as one of my moments, one of the oh. first three Pokemon. Oh, genuinely, that would have been amazing. Man. Yeah. I would have voted for it out of respect. Would have. Out of respect for our RPG. I should have played it. I should have played it tactically. I should have played it tactically. <laughs> <laughs> well, either either way, we have the list. The uh, the definitive objective list, as always. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I think we should also take the moment to thank Kirk for joining us to make that. No, yeah, no problem. Thanks, well, thanks, for, thanks for having me, guys. Much appreciated. We should do the socials as well, shouldn't we? I now was going to say, do you want to plug yeah. the socials now, again? Now that we are so fucking active on social media, <laughs> um, <laughs> at Grumpy Gamers Pod, tweet us, tell us what we got wrong, uh, which we mm. can't have got anything wrong with that definitive list because it is definitive. Um, exactly. Yeah. Right. And if you'd like to email us, it's podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. It is indeed. But for this week, it's GG. 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 GG.